0: Six, five,
1: four, three, two, one. How about we do it again?
0: Six, Six seven, four, three, two, one. I
1: think I've bored it. <laughs> okay,
0: let's try one more. I definitely.
1: Let like him move you. Make him move you. Make him move you.
0: Welcome to the 231st episode of Ranking Review. I am your host and random Canadian, Larry Parsons, and my friend Rick Fair is going to join me this episode to talk about six Resident Evil movies. The six Resident Evil movies starring Mila Jovovich. Those are the ones we're going to discuss. I understand that there's like, four animated features and uh, Welcome to Raccoon City and other Resident Evil Product. But today we're concerned with the six feature films starring Mila Giovanni. My website is rankandreview.ca. And if you need something else to jam into your ears, I invite you to take a listen to the Terror Table podcast, the Shelf Shedding Movie Show, and of course, A Lifetime of Hallmark. Rankin' Review does indeed contain spoilers and it does indeed contain coarse language, usually for me, and for that, I apologize. Send your feedback to rankandreview at gmail.com, that's R-A-N-K-N-R-E-V-I-E-W at gmail.com, and thank you so much for listening. have Mr. Rick Fair mm-hmm. with me in my messy basement. <laughs> movies everywhere. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about Resident Evil today. My favorite genre, zombies. Is it your favorite horror genre, for sure, zombies? For sure, yeah. That is absolutely the attraction to me yep. to these movies. I have played, in a limited way, the video games. I had the first game on my PC. Oh, wow. And I struggled through it, but it was on the like hint... Easy version? I'm just not a big
2: gamer person. Neither am I. I have zero experience in Resident Evil games. I'm I'm just all in for the movies. (laughs) Well, uh, that's we're in the same place there. For some
0: reason, I got this feeling, like, because you volunteered, like, you jumped on the Resident Mm -hmm. Evil franchise when that uh, you were a fan of both the game and the movies but you're specifically yep. a fan of the movies okay well then a lot of the game references will be lost on both of us definitely yep so any okay. gamers any gamers out
2: there sorry <laughs> <laughs> well
0: uh, that's uh, that's i mean it is what it is but i was hoping you were going to help me with this i was ah. hoping that some of the blind alleys that maybe the things that i missed would be solved if i'd been more familiar with some of the right. video games. That's how I felt as well. So yeah. I guess we're in the same boat. So when certain characters show up, I'm supposed to like, shit my pants and be super excited. Right, you're like, oh my
2: god, there's that guy! But
0: yeah. I don't know that guy. Yeah. I played the first game, I remember at some, one point you flooded the basement of the mansion and there was a shark in it, which I thought was nice of them to oh. incorporate some shark actors into it. But that never happened in any of the movies to my memory. I did not see any shark zombies, unfortunately. Okay, well then if we can't talk about the video game origins, I guess we'll have to talk about Mr. Paul W.S. Anderson. Um, he kind of made his fame with the Mortal Kombat movie, the first Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat movie, and sprung out from there he managed to get uh, Soldier, this Kurt Russell thing... Which is really good, by yeah. the way. Uh, strange '90s action movie, but it does have uh, it does have its appeal. It does yeah. have its charms. I, I, I enjoy it. So. Uh, and then all of a sudden, he got, well, after the event Horizon, which was I think the probably his highest quality movie that I've seen, but um, I I still I have a problem with him as a filmmaker with that and with, you know, Aliens versus Predator. I get that he's a cool visual filmmaker. Mm. I get that he handles action well, but I never feel anything. It <laughs> seems like like I don't feel yeah. any feeling. There's no connection to Not it. Not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very specific kind of toys bumping
2: into each other kind of experience, which is fine in its own right if that's if that's what you're into. And if you're doing
0: yeah. a dumb Aliens versus Predator movie, that's that's yeah. All that, that we well, need. that's
2: essentially what it is, right? Like. All those crossovers, they're basically, like you said, toys bumping into each other. Right. Yeah, smashing it together to see what happens. And I
0: went into the theater, and I wanted to see aliens, and I wanted to see Predators, and I wanted them to fight, and in that way, it delivered on this. Yeah. But this franchise, even though he didn't direct all of them, the Resident Evil franchise is like his baby. Like, he's been nursing this for a while. He uh, contributes to all of the screenplays. I believe he directed four out of the six of these movies. Okay. We're just going to talk about the Mila Mila Jovovich.
2: Jovovich, Jojovich,
1: Jovovich. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I finally got this cracked because I recently reviewed The Fourth Kind. Oh, and okay. she introduces herself in the fourth kind. So I think it's Jovovich, unless unless I'm misremembering. <laughs> I'll go with yeah, <laughs> Um But he ended up marrying her, putting a ring on. on oh, on, did uh, they? I didn't uh, know that. Uh, <clears throat> and as such, and we can sort of study this as we go movie to movie, mm-hmm. I think that she is the focus of the series. Like, it all... It revolves, revolves around, revolves Alice. around Alice. And yeah. no character ever gets big enough or important enough to put any kind of shadow over that. No. And I wonder if the movies might have benefited
2: from more peripheral action or peripheral characters. Well, it's interesting you say that. I, I, that's kind of my uh, bugaboo with Rob Zombie movies. Right. Uh, Sherry Moon Zombie's always in his movies and uh, she's maybe not always a central character, but most of the stuff revolves around her character. And I think moving away from her might do him some good. <laughs> like, I'm not mean about Sherry Moon the
0: way a lot of people are. I don't think that she's terrible, but I do think it's telling that mm. I've never seen her in anything not either written, directed, or produced by her husband. Correct. <laughs> so yeah. it is interesting. Yeah, no, I'm not against her at all. I just, uh, yeah. But I think that's yeah. not the way it worked with this one. I think that, no. like, they came together in the first couple of movies, and then they became the, the married mm-hmm. couple the institution. But it is her franchise she is kick-ass female action hero and we can all get behind that and definitely to sell posters and to get the teenage boys in the theater we're we're glad to have her there but like that's what these movies have to offer Mm -hmm. you say you go in as a zombie fan so do i but even in the video games these kind of are like monster movies horror survival like The zombies are like the first level kind of guys that you
2: can just mow through. Yeah, it's almost like a peripheral. That's right. Yeah, exactly. They're not the real villains. It's like the same old thing. Humans are the real villains, you know? (laughs) It's like that kind of trope sort of thing. You kill a bunch of zombies on the way to the actual fight. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Right? And
0: I prefer it to be a straight up zombie movie. And a straight up zombie movie becomes about something. But then we got this opportunity here because this is different. This is not strictly a zombie movie. It's science fiction. Mm-hmm. They're, they're doing bio research on humans and animals and creating super soldiers and making weapons and whatnot. And, you know, where man's not meant to tread. Meant to tread yeah. And, of course, as the stories progress, destroying the world as it would happen to yeah. this uh, folly. Yeah. Um, so there is some meat to chew on, and if the movies had chosen to take themselves seriously in that way, maybe that would be what it's about. Upon watching them all again, and I did watch them all in fairly quick succession, which might hurt the... I, I, I think a lot of the times franchises are meant to be watched a chapter at a time. It, fatigue will take in. Yeah. It, it, if you're just watching too much of the same, a lot. But I don't know. I, I think upon watching this viewing, it is just about flips in the air... <laughs> explosions, yeah. and Mila Hohovic being hot, yeah, and there's really unless we discover something through mm-hmm. this conversation, which I'd be happy to do, yeah, right? But I really feel like there's nothing else
2: here. Well, there's in certainly in the in the middle in the middle movies, it's certainly pretty pretty much flippy, floaty, stab stab type yeah. situation, right? Uh, there, I think there's a little meat on the bones in a, in a couple of the movies, but. For the most part yeah you're you're about right it's a it's you know you know all show and not much but I don't want to come off snotty either because like
0: I defend the Friday the 13th franchise and those movies are dumb as hell and that's fine they know what they are Mm -hmm. right but I I got I have to admit even though I own all of these movies I kind of got a bit of an attitude (laughs) I showed up because I want big budget zombies Like, give me more movies like World War Z. Like, where's our World War Z sequel, by the way? But like, high scale, big right. budget zombies. Yeah. I've I'll watch any budget zombies, but I've watched so many no budget zombie movies. Oh yeah, even. and there's a, there's some bad <laughs> so ones. Some real bad ones, out there. and they're so bad that <laughs> yeah. to actually see someone throw millions of yep. dollars at a zombie movie that's something that as a horror yep. fan as a zombie fan I get yep. excited about so like no matter how disappointed I was by the previous Resident Evil movie yep. <laughs> I come swimming back up when the water is chummed again Exactly. and I feel
2: victimized but I do know that <laughs> Guess this is what? a decision I made yeah, you, you keep coming back <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep there's a reason uh, I have my issues with uh, probably every movie on this list but you know what I'll still watch them all again. And it's kind
0: of, I think, just to set the bar of how I'm going to approach reviewing these movies. It's a similar sort of pass in a way that I'm going to kind of get to like a Friday the 13th movie or a slasher movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're going to start this. Base level, it's not super smart. <laughs> it's <laughs> style over substance and most of these movies aren't even pretending that they're not that. Which so. is okay. Does it take me away from my thoughts and worries? <laughs> and, like, is it fun enough for me to forgive the stupidity? Right. This is kind of the scale at which we're, 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 we're Where playing we're, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. And that sounds really snotty <laughs> and shitty, and I don't like to be that guy. But for some reason, with this particular franchise, I have been. I did find more things to like in the franchise, but... I do
2: have my, my scruples. Right. Like, I do. Well, there's not much common sense in, in, no. in, in pretty much any of them. But, but, so if that's what you're looking for, then it's a yeah,
0: great you great thing find it. I find hilarious, and we'll talk about it, but, like, almost every one of the movies starts with a recap. So, like, if someone came in, I don't know where, but, like, the recaps never
2: help. Like, there's still... It's, it's funny you say that, because I actually enjoyed the recaps. <laughs> well, they're hilarious yeah, to watch. Yeah, I know, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> But
0: I'm no further along. <laughs> no, no, not at all, though. <laughs> and in the last movie, Wesker's a bad guy. And in this movie, Wesker's a good guy. And in the last movie, Wesker died. But in this movie, he's alive again yeah. for some reason. And the recap doesn't cover you there. Like, it's just, there's not a lot of help here. No. I do enjoy them, though. <laughs> yes. Well, and that's it. We, we enjoy what we enjoy. And the older I get, the more I get prestige fatigue. If you get my feeling, like yeah. those movies that just want to have big emotions and want to win Oscars and want to make me think about like dark chapters of history or the futility of oh, i don't existence. Wanna, I'm living through history. I'm yeah. good with
2: it. Yeah, no, I'm good.
0: So, I used to say sometimes, but it's coming to the point where most of the time when I sit down and I put a movie up on the wall or I'm watching a movie with my boys, I want an escape. Mm-hmm. You know, I want an escape. I want, oh, give me Kung Fu Panda. Over you know, right <laughs> the Hurt well, Locker any day of the week. Right? I'll give you an example.
2: <laughs> I'm a, I'm the same way. Uh, we just re, my wife and I just recently went to uh, uh, Renfield. Okay, Nicholas Cage and uh, Nicholas Holt. Right. And we went in thinking I just I don't want this to be serious. I want Nicholas Cage to do his vampire thing and I just want it to be ridiculous. Yeah. And it delivered on every point. So was was it cinematic genius? <laughs> no. It was not even close, but it was exactly what I wanted. An escape and yeah, it was just bizarre, which is exactly what I want. I haven't seen that one, but I do it's on the list. I,
0: I I I have a weird I don't know if it's faith, but I have a weird affinity. For all things Nicolas Cage, <laughs> you can't like he's not a lock. His presence does not guarantee quality. Oh no, but but you know you're going for a ride. That's right. <laughs> yeah,
2: no, he was uh, he was brilliant in it. Yeah. Anyway,
0: is there anything else you want to say about Resident Evil, the franchise, the movies, the uh, game before we get started? Uh, no, I don't think so. I'm I'm good. Think I'm good to go. We covered it. Okay. Yeah. That's it's unfortunate. For some reason, I came into this thinking that you were going to be my Sorry, inside guy.
2: Yeah. But we'll figure it out well, together. I, that's a communication breakdown yeah. on us, I guess. See, and I thought it was the other way around as well. <laughs> like, you were familiar with the game.
0: No, I'm I'm not good with games. I think this is a a barrier between me and my sons. I'm I'm just not as good at video games. I'm, oh, I'm terrible. terrible. Yeah. Like I enjoy video games, but I'm terrible at them. I like the idea of video games, yeah. but usually I just find it frustrating. I'm the guy that's just uh,
2: slowing everything I guess out. part of the problem with uh, games like Resident Evil, because it's a very shooting type, mm-hmm. type game, I'm um, visually impaired, so I can't see very well. Right. So, those kind of games, although they would appeal in the zombie genre aspect, uh, like, I just wouldn't get enough out of it. Like, I just, right. I just can't, I'm, like, the first person shooter games, so I can't even play them. Yeah,
0: so. and this is partly that. Yeah. What I will say from my memory of the first Resident Evil game, since we, it is, this is all based off of video games, and we know how every movie ever based off of a video game turns out is great success, um... <laughs> They were, much like the original Silent Hill, designed to be cinematically experienced. Like, they considered the, quote, camera angles in the games, and they considered atmosphere in the games. They tried to develop characters more, although infamously, in at least the original games, the voice work was not super strong. (laughs) Sometimes I wonder if the flat acting is a reflection of that. But again, I guess Mm, we'll never know. But if there's there's some super gamer of Resident Evil... Resi fan out there. I'm sure there is <laughs> that wants to fill in some of these gaps for us. Uh I appreciate it. deep underground in a top-secret
1: research lab. security has been breached. A deadly virus capable of contaminating the entire world has been released. Oh my god. We have to get out of this building. Who's that? It's the brakes! It's okay, we're here to help.
2: Now, an elite team has been
1: sent in to stop it.
0: Five hours ago, Red Queen went homicidal.
1: Who's the Red Queen?
0: State-of-the-art artificial intelligence. The corporation's keeping a few secrets down here.
2: But they have only three hours left before it begins infecting and
1: mutating the whole human race.
2: You have
1: to get out Don't listen to anything she says She's a holographic representation of the Red Queen She may be our only way out of here How is she still standing? So let's start
0: with the first Resident Evil, easiest
2: one to remember, <laughs> Resident Evil, okay. I see you had that same problem as I did, what, what, what was it, Extinction? I don't remember. <laughs> well, I, could, I knew which were
0: the live action and which were the animated, but the order of them I got a little bit muddied. but the year helps me there. Gotcha. Um, I think a lot of stuff, uh, they're really straightforward and honest with you, right out of the gate about what this movie is, and as it turns out, what the series is going to be. They're going to tease you with some nudity on Mila Jovovich. <laughs> in the shower. But they're the never going to yeah. quite give it to you. But they're going to tease you with it in most of these movies. She's almost naked. Almost there. <laughs> but to the point where it becomes sort of Austin Powers hilarious. Yeah. Where it becomes like, either show it or like, stop doing yeah. this. Because it, <laughs> but yes, uh, Mila Jovovich or Jovovich wakes up in the shower She's lost her memory, that classic movie thing, amnesia, that seems only to happen in the movies, right? Um, And we find out, yes, this mansion is set up on this underground installation run by the Evil Umbrella Corporation. And we're going to start in, in the middle of the action. So that's exactly how most of these movies begin, right? An almost naked Mila, and we're confused what's going on, and Evil Umbrella, like... That's that's the blueprint. We're going to be 100% doing that. I thought the opening was pretty brilliant, actually, with
2: because I believe the, they started underneath under, the high, right? We it, see the uh, initial moments of the outbreak. Right, exactly. And I thought that was really well done. Yeah. Uh, the the Red Queen dropping the, the elevator full of people. Yeah, <laughs> awesome scene.
0: And this is where, like, okay, the horror origins of this are definitely well represented. We have the sort of people trapped in the lab obviously experimenting with things they should not uh canister is deliberately broken and we know it's going to be really bad news for people the red queen which is this ai intelligence starts doing everything it can to contain the breach and a lot of people are dying violently and is really getting into it and then when we jump to the very after the post-credits where we have Mila in the shower and everything like that, the star stream breaks through all the windows, makes the most dramatic intense entrance (laughs) possible. Report. Yeah. Oh, and we get there and it's our friend. Sorry about your windows. But they have to go level by level, figure out what's happening, find the, you know, biological agent or the cure if they can, and get out alive. And you feel the sort of video game. Sort of aspect yep. of this. This is their goal in this level. This is their obstacle this level. Mm-hmm. This is the boss fight. And then it's timed as well. Yeah.
2: You have like a, the timing level, right?
0: But of all of the movies, comfortably, the balance is the most correct for me. Agreed. As far as it feeling like a video game and it feeling like a horror game. Sometimes it manages both at the same time, but mostly it's either one or the mm-hmm. other. And I'm liking it more when it's being a horror movie. The skin dogs look good. I like the wire fights. I like Michelle Rodriguez. She's come up already this season of, on Rank and Review. Oh, and what? Uh, uh, girl Fight.
2: Oh, Girl Fight, okay. Right,
0: but uh, I, I sort of talk about that. She sort of arrived fully formed. Like Especially when you first saw that movie, you're like, oh, this girl's going places. All these years later, yeah, she's done really well for herself, but she's always playing Rodriguez. She's yeah. always that tough chick. Yeah, which it's is- either, is she tough, good? With a heart of gold, or is she just tough bad? And,
2: uh, she, she, she reminds me of, uh, uh, Aliens. The tough, uh, uh... Oh, Vasquez. Vasquez, that's it. Remind yeah, reminds yeah. me of Vasquez from Aliens, right? Well, oh, hell, the, if they did the a remake guy. of Aliens, she would be Vasquez. Oh, 100%. So yeah, it's because she's her, basically. Yeah.
0: But, like, again, this is early in her career, and she hasn't sort of, like, so worn that groove in that we're tired of her yet. Um mm. Not that I'm tired of her, it's just she's one of these actresses that almost desperately needs a project that goes against her
1: casting. Yeah, yeah.
0: Before she gets, I don't know, to the point where she can't play that role anymore. She's either, I don't know, w- aged out of the Hollywood right. system or, or. And there's only they, so many roles like that yeah, out there. Right? They're going to run out of Fast and Furious movies, and they're going <laughs> to have to figure out something else. Oh, for you. We, I can
2: hope they can run out of Fast and Furious movies.
0: <laughs> we even hope. So anyway, it's it's a lukewarm thing I'm feeling. The zombies get me there, but
2: I'm going to be mostly positive of the first movie. But where's Rick? How do you feel about this Resident Evil? Uh, it was my first foray into the Resident Evil uh, franchise before, like I said, I've never, I don't, uh, didn't game them. So, right. uh, so uh, I am mostly, pretty much all positive on it. It delivered what I wanted. There's a underground lair. There's some zombies. Not a, pretty much. You know, all the movies we're going to review, there's not enough zombies for me. Right. Because I'm a Give zombie boy. <laughs> Give me more, yeah. But, uh, but the taste, I enjoyed the taste. Um, <clears throat> I thought they did enough character development with the characters involved, even though basically only one gets out. but enough uh, that we get to know them that we can differentiate them they're not
0: just a bunch of quote military guys exactly and that it kind of matters at least minimally
2: when they get split apart or killed or like faceless villains uh the whole is she married to the this guy and who is this guy is he the bad guy and then we get the flashback with him yeah uh breaking for some reason breaking the vial i've never understood like why you were you were gone, bro. Just go. Don't well, break the vial. <laughs> or even if you were gonna break the vial, figure out a way to do it where you're not at ground zero. <laughs> exactly. Personally. Yeah. So <clears throat> that notwithstanding, I thought he had a little more depth than your run of the mill blank yeah. face zombie. So, um, but I do think that it establishes,
0: like I said, all of its flaws so that it wears them openly. Do not ask any hard questions yes, of this movie. Because you will not like the <laughs> no, answer. There, there isn't one. No. There isn't one. And and it won't be consistent in this particular one. The Red Queen is kind of a villain in that she's stopping them from leaving the place, but in a way she's kind of a hero because the reason she stopped them from leaving the place is that she doesn't want the
2: apocalypse to be unleashed upon the world. Well, exactly. And that's her
0: protocol. She's containing
2: it. Well the my issue with that is she could have stopped at any time. Right. Like, uh, there was, like, all the, all the peripheral stuff that happened, like, she could have just locked it down at any time. Like, nothing had to be timed. She had complete control over it. Yeah. But, uh, so, once again, don't ask hard questions. Just, just let it go. She's like, okay, you got an hour. Okay. In this one, they're sort of riding the line. She can
0: be good. She can be bad. It's Mm -hmm. sort of maybe a howl thing if you wanted to get really. Ambitiously science fiction. Which, of course, none of these movies even ever try to do, but... Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> so be it. <laughs> but as we go through the next movies, okay, she'll be completely evil in the next movie. Yep. And then the movie after that, she'll be helping us again. Like, and there's it, no lever as to why or what right. changed. Is it,
2: like, yeah, I, that's, it's pretty inconsistent. Like, is this uh, user-related? <laughs> right? Like, there there different programs for the Red Queen depending on who's using her? I, yeah. I don't know. But in any case, it's not that important in the big scheme of things to me.
0: But a big part of the movie is not them fighting the zombies or the creatures. Mm-hmm. It's like the defense, uh, protective thing within the, the underground installation. The Hive. And yes. the, the Hive. And the sequence that I always give a hard time to because I do think that there's deliberate theft happening. And that's not to say that like they don't borrow from aliens or, or nod to Romero. Or like, but this is different. The scene where the, you're wearing a Dawn of the Dead shirt. My <laughs> man. Uh, there's a scene where they have to go through this corridor and these laser mm-hmm. lines are coming through and stopping them. And there's not a scene exactly like that in Cube. But. But
2: the influence this,
0: is there. The influence is there. And the scene where the lead <clears throat> captain, um, I can't remember the name exactly. It's not really important. But he was sort of the head guy that was leading them in there. Yep. This grid of lasers hits him and there's no way he can get by it and he stands there and there's a sequence of shots That show him take it show him standing there sort of bewildered Show a little bit of blood showing up and I swear to God if you did a side-by-side shot-for-shot from the Canadian sci-fi movie Cube they completely completely stole that and Cube wasn't that old by the time this movie came out but at the time it was just getting it's cult sort of reputation and it was probably bigger news in Canada than it was anywhere else and it kind of rubbed me the wrong way if he'd just been Cubed like if that had just happened I'd been fine but like Honestly, watch the opening scene of Cube and watch I need, this guy. I, I know Cube quite well, so yeah. I know exactly
2: what you're talking about. Yeah, it's and interesting that you take that your take on it because I took it out the, the other way. Like you're gonna see like throughout the six movies, like there's tons of references and nods and basically almost screen steals, sure. basically, right? But I took them as homages as opposed to
0: theft. And sometimes I did, like with some zombie moments for sure, I felt a wink towards Romero. Or there's Mm -hmm. a scene in a much later movie where she has to go rescue a girl from a big bug which yeah. gave me big aliens
1: vibes. Lots of aliens
0: right. in, in, I think it was the fourth or fifth one. I can't remember. But there's something specific about the shot-for-shot shot nature of it. You can tip your hat. And if you're going to tip your hat mm-hmm. to Cube, you're going to win points with me. Like, <laughs> yes, Thank totally. you. Yeah. But
2: this pushed it to me. This was almost well, like they used the same shot. Well, Cube is clearly a personal favorite of yours. I like it, I liked
0: it a lot. I yeah. like it a lot. But a similar thing happened. One of the Friday the 13th, there's a kill where there's two people making love and they get stabbed through with a right pole. Right through with a This was stolen from Twitch of the Death Nerve, like, almost shot for shot. In fact, Twitch of the Death Nerve does it in a much more gruesome fashion. Oh, okay. But it's the same kill shot largely the same way to the point where you kind of feel like, that's not an homage. Mm. That's just the same scene put in a different movie. Right. Like, I don't, I've don't. I've i I've made way too much of it. I've made way too much of it. But every time I, like, from the first time I saw that movie, every time I saw that it scene, irks it, it, it irks me. It's just like, <laughs> just shoot it differently. Just, like, right. handle it just slightly just differently. Just slightly differently, I'll be okay with it. Okay. <laughs> and I get it. I get it, you're making a wink to, to Cube, and thank you for that. Right, but that's
2: less. That's more than a wink, That's right. right. That's... Yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh,
0: it seems like a bigger deal... It, I mean, it's not as big a deal as I'm making of it.
2: <laughs> it's as big a deal it is, as it is to as yourself, it is to so, so that's totally fine. Love the dogs. Oh, the dogs, yeah. The dogs take a hiatus in a couple of them, in a few movies, but, but yeah, the dogs are the Cerberus, they're called. Yeah, right.
0: Because right. um, I remember them in the game. The zombies were easier to deal with. The dogs, they move faster, and right. they were much more... Uh, yeah, precise, which to which is the same way in the movies. Yeah, right? and the way, you know, she uses some unlikely clearly wire worked acrobatics <laughs> in a way that is silly and the slow motion which again if we, we Go back throughout the series. Yeah. if they sped up every scene that was in slow motion We could watch the entire series in an afternoon <laughs> pretty <laughs> much yeah. But it's goofy and she's, like, air-kicking and dropping these dogs everywhere. And I got a big, stupid gun on <laughs> my face. Yeah. And the popcorn's just going yeah. in, right? Yeah. So, um, like, that's that's dumb fun. And that's what I want. Dumb fun and, is a good way to put it, yeah. Yeah. And that's what largely the first movie is, is like, supplying. It's funny, though, because it kind of has no beginning in the way it starts in the middle of things. Yeah.
2: And equally, it kind of has no ending. Yeah, well, yeah, you because it, it ends with him being uh, what's his name, the her boyfriend boy-
0: dude being taken
2: away to be experimented. Yeah, exactly. It's just like no, and then it's like it's like then that's the end of it. And she wakes
0: up it. in some other installation, yep. and things have gone bad. But credits roll, and there's no resolution. There's no, no like the the plague has been stopped. The earth has been saved. Yeah, <laughs> no. And, If that's what you want out of this series... You're not going to get it. count on the fact that you will literally never (laughs) Never get that. Even the episode called The Final Chapter will deny you that. Yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) There's no no saving anybody here.
1: (laughs) It's
2: it's all bad. (laughs) Nothing ends good.
0: Is there anything else you want to say, I think, about the first Resident Evil movie? Did Uh, we cover it okay?
2: Yeah, I think so. Let me double-check... Sorry.
0: I was distracted by all of the people. I assumed that was their pseudonyms because it was a secret installation, but they were all color-graded. There's Mr. Black, or Miss Black, right. Mr. Gray, Mr. Yeah, like yeah. They Will. That got... I mean, I can't not think of Reservoir Dogs and stuff like that. Right. It just feels artificial. It feels yeah. like a game you'd make up for a character
2: in a video game. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> I guess uh, I guess the only thing I would add is uh, uh, it wasn't your, just a typical zombie survival movie there was an underlying cause to try to take down the umbrella corporation and we really didn't learn a whole lot about about the umbrella corporation so it's a bit they of a tease. bad experiments yeah yeah they're ruthless yeah exactly which is pretty much all we know about them so yeah. i guess that would be the only thing i'd add it has polish in its production which is such a
0: rare thing with zombie movies unfortunately mm-hmm. and for a zombie fan i confess that
1: went along my name is alice i worked for the umbrella corporation there was an accident and everybody died trouble was they didn't stay dead in the pursuit of human
0: perfection accidents will happen there's been an incident how bad is it
2: We're reopening the hive. I want to know what went on down there. Sir, there's something in here. The
0: infection is spreading faster than anyone could have anticipated. Seal the gates. Our men are still out there. Just do it. We're expendable assets. And we've just been expended.
1: Now, those left behind (laughs) Must battle an enemy that will not
0: die. What was that? All right, Resident Evil Apocalypse. This is the second entry in the franchise, and I think that they might have taken a book out of George, a page out of the book of George A. Romero here. Whereas, like with Night of the Living Dead, it was a very contained zombie movie. Farmhouse, group of five people. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do? And for the next movie, he brought the scale up significantly. Uh, it's room for people in a mall and mm-hmm. there are thousands of zombies and <laughs> there's just zombies everywhere so it's not limited to the secret scientific installment underground raccoon city has been completely overrun with zombies and various biohazard creations and whatever you want to call them <laughs> and um they get contacted by a scientist who has been evacuated safely outside, but whose daughter is lost in the chaos of the city and he offers them safe passage and reward to find and retrieve his daughter for him. Again, this does seem like a video game kind of premise. This is your goal. This is the level you have to reach to and whatever. And on that level, I would say from, Yes, this is how you approach a a sequel. You know, we still have zombies, but it's a bigger, sort of brasher, more expensive-looking experience. You need to up up the ante a little, yep. Adding the little kid trying to be reunited with her father, it's sort of more of a personal story in there, so it feels less, I don't know, distant and artificial. And I, I don't know what the hell Jared Harris is doing in this movie. Uh, I love Jared Harris. He's a great actor. Yeah. But this, like, you look at his resume and it's yeah. like, Prestige, <laughs> Prestige, Prestige, Resident Evil Apocalypse. Like, what are you doing? So, like, I'm on board and I like what they're doing. But there's a scene about a third of the way in the movie where they're fighting these liquor creatures, I think they're called, in a church. Yeah, yeah, the with the, long, with the with tongues. The tongue. yeah, 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 right. I think that's what they're and, uh, Mila Hovavich <laughs> smashes through the big stained glass b- yep. b- window with her motorcycle. And the motorcycle crashes into the one of the monsters and she shoots another one. And it's this huge epic slow-motion sequence. And it doesn't make any sense.
2: Like, did she see through the wall? Did well, she that's know, just it, right? Like, there's no way she'd be able to see through that window.
0: Like, at some point later in the movie, she's going to level up and become Super Alice. Mm-hmm. But that hasn't even happened yet. No. This is just Alice, yep. <laughs> right? And, like, that that was so awfully strange as to kind of be amusing.
2: Well, I think but, she's still kind of quasi-Super Alice. She might, She's not Super Alice, but she's still Alice. Which is still better than everyone still, else. Still significantly yeah. better than so, any mere mortal. I'll, I'll give that the benefit of the doubt.
0: But there's a consistent undercutting of silliness that takes away from the stakes. And it's not just that moment. That's just one of the ones that's the most emblematic of it. There's this character, played uh, LJ, played by Mike Epps, who's going to be in the next movie as well. And he's kind of throwing off these, like, goofy one-liners mm. throughout this... Zombie apocalypse, and if it was that kind of movie, or if it had established itself, or if there were other characters that were he was he was doing it for the audience too he's He's largely by himself for most of the times that we see him in the right. first half of the movie, and all he does is undercut the stakes and not take anything seriously mm-hmm. that's happening around him and the more a character in this thriller does that, the more the audience tends to check out with them, like if yeah. you're not scared. Why would I be? Why should I be? Yep. And there was enough stuff like that in the movie that it kind of took the air out of the tires a little bit for me. Okay. Um, I think that it starts strong and the later we get into the movie, the kind of sloppier and sillier we get. And I'll hand it over to you, but this is, as a horror movie fan and a monster movie fan, I just want to throw this out there. If you have a really cool, practical suit monster... With the big maw and the musculature, put him up. Do yeah. something with him. Yeah. Don't make him shoot a rocket launcher. Right? Oh, yeah. My <laughs> god! But please, Rick. Where where are you? <laughs> okay. Well, uh,
2: like I mentioned to you before, this is probably one of the most divisive for me. I'm not. I'm still not sure if I like it right. as much as I think I might. I I'm not sure.
0: On the right day. <laughs> yeah, it,
2: pretty much. I guess. I guess you got to watch on the right day. Uh, for me, it's like Escape from New York with zombies, right? So that's the vibe I got, and mm-hmm. I like Escape from New York. So, oh yeah, for sure. So uh, I don't have a problem with that. Um, one of my one of my bugaboos about pretty much the whole franchise: not enough zombies, right. obviously, for me. Kind of the same, in, kind of the same in this. Like they got, we got, definitely got more. We got the liquors, like you mentioned. The dogs right. make an appearance, and you got uh, by zombie uh, standards, there are quite a few in this particular. Yeah, there is, yeah. <clears throat> Uh, and of course, the big baddie. I don't even remember the. Is that his name, Apocalypse, or is that the Project Apocalypse? Yeah, or is that I can't just, remember. This is a game where we need the gamer. Yeah, exa- the gamers, exactly, exactly. Some dude is yeah. yelling at us yeah. right now, yeah. <laughs> listening to the podcast. Yeah, like you, you morons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, for me, it was a. It, it was, it's a totally different feel than the than the first one, which is probably why I'm so. Divisive because I really enjoyed the first one, so I'm still not even sure if I really enjoyed this one. But Jared Harris is good in it. uh um Odette Fair, he makes his first appearance in in the Resident Evil. He makes an appearance in the next one. Uh, right, uh, Carlos. Carlos, there it is. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoy him. He's from from the Mummy Fame. Okay. Yeah, it's one of those like I knew his face, but yeah. I couldn't place his face. Yeah.
0: Like, I've seen you. <laughs> yeah, I've
2: seen you somewhere. Yeah, so I've always been a fan of his. So. Uh, he takes a more uh, central role in the next one. He was more of a, I wouldn't say peripheral character in this one, but not a central character to be sure. I would replace him with uh, uh, L J, like you said. Right. Would have been would have been okay in my books. Well, and um, he and L
0: J move on into the like you say into yeah. the next movies, but they they kind of change.
2: Yeah, the yeah they kind of you know, the I wouldn't say the roles change, but the amount of screen time kind of gets flipped well and it seems like by the time the next movie takes place
0: lj is scared of the apocalypse but yes. at this point for <laughs> some reason he's just riffing this yeah. is just riff time yeah right? totally
2: <laughs> uh there are, uh, common sense which kind of flies out the window in this one as well which is what you're gonna get uh how like is was the wall up before like yeah the, oh, raccoon the city surrounded by a wall just <laughs> they just decided to put a wall up around a Massive city for no reason previously because there's no way they're gonna build a wall in time to. Doesn't look in. like it was something that they just pulled up with a truck and threw up. E- like, exactly. No. <laughs> so I'm like, why? Is the why would they put a wall up there in the first place? Like, is this the medieval times when they have to worry about sieges? So that was a little weird for me. I'm like, why is there a wall around the city?
0: Well, and this is fun, <laughs> but it's also stupid. So <laughs> it's appropriate for Resident Evil. Yep. Excuse <clears> me. <throat> Paul W.S. Anderson wrote the screenplay for this. <clears throat> There's a sequence that happens in a school and it's middle of the night and one of the characters is a reporter and she's got a camera so we got this little like found footage sequence mm-hmm. and all these little kid zombies come and eat her. Which is great. But it's also incredibly simplistic. It's like this idea that well, at a school, that's where all the little kids zombies are. <laughs> so, then, that's where at. they would be, so yeah. They wouldn't be out with all the other zombies. They would just stay obediently at school until somebody showed up. So that we have have <laughs> yeah. a scene where it's just the kids zombies. But, that scene worked as far as, like, being a horror movie, found footage sequence, mm-hmm. everything like that. But, I was distracted by, like, the, again, sort of simple-mindedness of the screenplay. <laughs> like, yeah,
2: yeah. And, I guess, like, who's the... Uh, under who's the underlying vi- like umbrella corporation is obviously the underlying villain in all of them, right? But you like to put a face to to who the bad guy is in the movie, right? which we don't really definitively do e- exactly in this one. In the yeah. first one, you had uh, uh, the Red Queen, the Red Queen. Plus, you had the guy who was trying to steal the 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 virus. like, so you had that, but you didn't really have that in this one. You had some. Uh, head office guy taking Jared Harris away or whatever the guy ends up shooting him but yeah the evil yeah the the corporate their head scientist he was so valuable he had to be the first person pulled out of the city (laughs) and then you just shoot him to prove a point to prove
0: that you would be willing to kill that man was incredibly valuable to me do you think I wouldn't do it to you like (laughs) seriously (laughs) yeah I don't think you needed to do that but okay (laughs) this is a 13 year old writing a screenplay (laughs) with a fist you know a crayon and
2: yeah, so I guess uh, uh no, no real definitive villain. Even even the the, the sorry gamers, the massive zombie good dude with the with the with the rocket launcher, he was still under. He, he wasn't even the main villain really, because he was under their control, right? Yeah, I mean, like he wasn't responsible for his actions. He felt kind of sorry for him at,
0: at some Man, point. If you're gonna have a big monster, let him have a big monster fight. Like, Why was he shooting a rocket launcher? Right? That's so infuriating to me. <laughs>
2: yeah it's uh yeah i think we're on the same page as that one yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bizarre uh, so i once again i'm still not even sure if i like the movie right that much but i'm not sure if i, I don't like it that much so I, I think on the right day it's fine
0: uh this the effects are good again the production levels mm-hmm. are strong there are both practical effects which are strong and CGI effects which are mostly pretty strong even though this movie is almost
2: 20 years old one thing I will say is even because the the tone is much darker Mm -hmm. Uh, it's pretty much all set at night Uh, but like you can still see stuff like one of the one of the main problems with movies nowadays is when it's set in dark you can't see anything like, it's just black i can see better than you can brother and i have the same problem yeah it's like it's like <laughs> seriously you like you put a blue filter on your like it's not it's blue it's night right like yeah. that's all you need to do just you don't have to make it black so i will i will say that about this movie you can actually see stuff yeah <laughs> so
0: no um, and uh, it moves fast enough that a lot of the problems that we're pointing out, they come up after the movie's over when the credits have rolled and you're sort of rolling it back in yeah. your head. And while you're watching it, it's just like, oh, now another Goofy's zombie scene. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. yeah don't, you, don't, you don't have time to really dwell on it. <laughs> oh. Which is just as well.
0: The reporter is walking off by herself to film something independently. She is not an essential character. Yeah, yeah. I wonder yeah. how this is going to
1: play. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, it's, there's lots of tropes, right? But again, like,
0: am I going to... Talk down to a Friday the Thirteenth movie because a young couple ran off to the lake to, to go good thing <laughs> exactly. and have sex. No, well, yeah. that's
2: what we're there to see. see exactly, because <laughs> you're like well, part of the part of the game is trying to decide which idiot's gonna walk off on their own, right? And you're like that guy's dead, that guy's dead, because I kind of play that game with the uh, with my with my wife when we're watching. Ridiculous movies like that. Like early on, you're like, I think that guy's gonna get it. I think that guy's gonna get it. That's your survivor right yeah. there. And then <laughs> he just said something really shitty for no reason. There's Dad. no way said <laughs> yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah, and
0: again, so I, <laughs> I can't really be like too hard on it for that. But I do start picking up on uh, again a lot of the characters. They're probably more important to people who knew the games. Some of the dialogue and some of the delivery seems flat in a way like that I almost start to wonder, are they playing off of how wooden some of those cat scenes were like are yeah. they being that meta about it, or is it just bad editing? Bad editing can give you a performance a bad performance oh sure, is easy as a bad performance mm-hmm. can give you a bad performance, yeah. but a lot of the times, like two halves of the conversation are happening, and they seem to be in.
2: Different totally disconnected. Places. Yeah, yeah it, like, it, the the dialogue is definitely disconnected throughout the whole movie. Actually, the the part of the dialogue that makes the most sense is when he's calling them on the phone. Yeah, right. That seems to be the only time there's actually a connection when they're not actually not even connected. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, a little odd, but uh, but yeah, you maybe might that might be a game type
0: yeah. thing. So, uh, and when we get to it, I don't know, well, we will get to it in the next movie. Even some of the villains start to look computer animated Mm -hmm. to me even though they're not yeah it's like did they light and put makeup on this person the uh
2: make him look like yeah the dead face uh, sunglass yeah 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 he, he looked almost airbrushed that's right yeah and he looks that way throughout i think all of them yeah um but i don't know i feel like i'm running out of things to say about the apocalypse is there anything you wanted to say about this particular chapter uh, I, I think i summed it up by saying escape from new york but with zombies yeah really because that's that's what it, that's what it feels like to me Sweet. so well let's move on to mad that was great <laughs>
1: sorry about this stevie it really
0: is the end of the world
1: what happened to it guess you must have taken it back we lost half of the convoy. Pretty soon there'll be more of us dead than alive. Okay, spread out. Look for anything of use. Gas, food, ammo, you know the drill. What's going on? i been feeding on infected flesh. go, no, go! My senses have detected Alice. How is to have grown as a geometric rate. I can have a strike team ready within the hour. Everyone is scared. Good thing we like a challenge. Make sure she's dead. I'm coming for you. Shut her down. Oh. We fought the infection, we survived the apocalypse. And now, we face extinction. Alright, so
0: Resident Evil Extinction. As I said at the end of our previous review, this is the Mad Max installment. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, they were not able to contain it... In Raccoon City. (laughs) And once again, as I say, they exploded outward and and sort of elevated things from the first to the second movie. From the second to the third, this has gone from a city to a global event. The zombie outbreak is everywhere and it's become this sort of pockets of survivors looking for food and fuel and survival and banding together. And it's sort of a patchwork of a bunch of characters that we met in the previous movies, including Alice, of course, mm-hmm. who's now Super Alice. Yes. <laughs> and some new additions. Uh, most importantly, I guess, Claire Redfield, who I know is important to the games. I don't know exactly how, but I know she is definitely right, okay. a, a playable character in the games. A character called Kmart, who apparently they found abandoned in the Kmart. <laughs> and they just named her after that. I find this hilarious because it implies that like that was when she was
2: a little kid, right? <laughs> you would well, you would think, right? So I we're, we're not. Do we actually know how much time has passed? Do they actually go into we it? We don't, don't. I don't think know. they ever say how yeah. long it's. But it, it was long enough for the virus to circle the yeah, earth so. and obliterate pretty much everything. Las Vegas is under. I would sand say a recently.
0: year minimally, but we just yeah. don't know. Yeah, and the movie doesn't care enough to tell us. Uh, we have a different director again, uh, Russell. um and uh he is definitely a genre film guy but i feel like this is a for hire job but that he took seriously the movie looks great i would say on a like uh cinematography and like visual execution top bars go to extinction as far as the look It does look like Mad Max could come stepping out of the horizon at any moment. And uh, the scale and stakes (laughs) of everything are to the point that LJ can't make jokes. Nobody can make jokes anymore. Joke time's over. Everything sucks.
2: (laughs) We're down to figuring out what what soup is in this can because there ain't no labels on it. (laughs) The only thing that
0: is telling of the stupidity of the story still is how all of the women still look fan fucking casting, <laughs> Like, it's it's the end of the world as we know it. Yeah. But I look <laughs> amazing. Marvelous. And it's not just Mila, Ali Larder, and <laughs> oh no, they all good. and yeah. Spencer Locke. All of them look as, like, put up as they possibly can yep. at all times. Like, it was really important that they look
1: <laughs> I'm not it's, complaining. It's, and the guys
0: look all done up too, but it's like the one thing undercutting, like the production is trying so hard yeah. to show you how miserable this world well, is. Alice is
2: sleeping in the dirt and eating a smudge of dirt on her bare legs, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know?
0: And, you know, the first thing that Alice gets into is like a booby trap. It's like, it sounds like a woman needs help and she heroically goes to save the day, but no, it's the people trying to steal her stuff. Yeah. This is what the world has sunk to. And it's a nice way to say, you know, stakes again, we've way upped them. Yep. But and again, we're going to run into the same problem that I would say happened to the in the second movie. Happens to a greater extent in this one, and to an even greater extent as we go on and on. All of that hard work in the production is consistently undone by the stupidity <laughs> of the screenplay. <laughs> and yeah. I also think that the decision to uh, level up Alice, to this degree, actually kills the stakes. Yeah, it, you really paint it into a corner, right? The first time we see her, well, I mean, other than the opening scenes I talked about, when she joins mm-hmm. up with the group, they're being attacked by zombie crows. This is the first and only time that we've encountered zombie crows, and yeah. I believe they're never mentioned again. And the way they swoop and dive on them, there's no way. It, it seemed insurmountable yeah. that anyone could survive this. And she uses her Alice, Alice Powers. Alice Powers. Yep. Just <laughs> psychically explode them all, and everything as well. Too bad she couldn't have arrived just a few minutes
2: earlier. Yeah, or a third of them would still be alive. <laughs> but, or too bad she couldn't do that at any time where she needs it, <laughs> which is all the time. <laughs> she's
0: already this super crazy, like athletic fighter and yeah. like unstoppable force. Super able to anticipate. Umbrella's next move
2: and, and Beat the you know, AI Where where to stay out of the grid yeah. with the satellites and Beat any monster, beat any AI Don't it's... forget levitate motorbikes
0: <laughs> That's right So <laughs> She's become such a superhero That we just can't worry about her <clears throat> mm-hmm. But they spend so little time With all the gang here that like Most of them are here just to die And we know that intuitively by the nature of the plot yeah. All we can do is just wait for it to unfold and I will give big points. There's some great stuff that happens. There's, oh, that, the desert sequence where, like, we see them all surrounding this fenced-in area, mm-hmm. and we get this huge shot from way up above. Where day of the have Dead. That's 100%, 100% Day of the Dead. Hundreds of thousands yeah. of zombies, and it's just like, I don't care how much food you have, how much weapons you have. Yeah. You guys are fucked.
2: fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, and uh, that's... Very similar to the when you reference the cube with the laser grid. Right. Uh, that's how I felt with the Day of the Dead with the with the compound. Yeah. The overhead shot. It's high it, and now I didn't take offence to it obviously, no. but uh but I was If
0: it had been shot for shot, if it there was some have...
2: guy with a megaphone going, Hello <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Hello yeah, for exactly. several minutes, then yeah. i be okay. Yeah. This is no longer awake. <laughs> yeah, no ex- Exactly. So uh lots of lots of dead influences in this one for be sure.
0: I think Mulcahy brought his A-game as a director. There was nothing he could do about the script, but he could direct the hell out of it. And he did. And I think this is going to rank higher than a lot of the other ones on the strength of his direction. Not the performances, and certainly not the screenplay. So that's where I start with Extinction.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like you said, it's probably the most like my favorite type of zombie movie the post-apocalyptic zombie movie which is my favorite uh so this one's definitely got a place in my heart because it's most like that uh great villain Dr. Isaacs yeah uh can't remember the actor's name but everyone will know him as Jorah Mormont from Game of Thrones Ian Glenn Ian Glenn the there it is uh so a great great villain we're gonna see him throughout the following movie oh, he'll be well. back <laughs> he will be back uh uh yeah, so fa- a fa- there's a face to the uh, Umbrella Corporation, which in this movie is him. Uh, you see a little more in... We see more about Project Alice in as a whole. Right. Uh, you see the... You, you learn that there's other places throughout the world where Umbrella Corporation is still in hiding. There's like a, a CEO and there's a board of directors still... Uh, um, you know... Uh, Perf- one
0: gets the impression that uh, the apocalypse was at some point part of the plan. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. So you see a, the bigger the bigger picture starts starts to unfold. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Doctor Isaacs getting bitten and turning himself into the, this monstrous creature was particularly awesome. The the one on one fight with him and Alice, awesome. Him saying, "You're not the future. I'm the future. Awesome." <laughs> so I have nothing bad to say about uh, that particular aspect of the movie. The the one-on-one fight, loved it. Yeah, uh, it's probably my favorite one of the of all of them. And he yeah. just kept on escalating the stakes.
0: Yeah. Like, he went from being a bad dude to a really bad dude to an evil dude to
2: a willing monster. Like,
1: yeah,
0: sign me up for monsterhood. Just
1: own it. Yeah,
2: I'm just owning this. This is me, man. Yeah, and just not giving a shit. So, uh, and of course, at the very end, we really start to see Project Alice in all its glory. Right. With the... Uh, this is, the end of this one is the clone pods, correct? There's, she walks into a room and there's a bunch of yeah. Alice's...
0: Yeah, so... In incubators or whatever you call them. I yeah. I don't know what they would be. And, uh, yeah, they're gonna save that for the next movie. And yeah. again, maybe not pay it off in a really genuine
2: way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing as well is this is probably, I think this is the only movie that doesn't start directly after the, that last one We ended. took a time jump for yeah, sure. I yeah, I think, I think this is the only one that did that. Yeah. Uh... Which was okay. So, uh, but yeah, like you said, Mad Max with zombies. You can get away with more with the time jump,
0: too. Mm -hmm. So, like, our characters are allowed to be a little bit different. But I do think it was interesting. I keep on going back to this LJ character. Because he's a likable character. He's sort of an everyman. He's not a superhero. Mm -hmm. We can kind of relate to how freaked out he is and how reliant he is on everyone else. Mm -hmm. He gets bit, and he doesn't tell anyone, which is a big survivor no-no and he knows that like he's going to change but like and I I think a little bit more time could have been spent on that because uh we liked that guy and that decision should have been like a little bit more heartbreaking we should have been like oh dude it's a little too
2: tropey for
0: me yeah
2: that part it's like it's like we got bit and he's hiding it I'm like really dude this guy I wanted to
0: see him struggling with it yeah and we didn't and, you know, it gets uh, another guy bit, which sort of leads to this epic rig explosion. I really got big Road Warrior vibes mm. with him driving this big rig <laughs> deliberately as a decoy and then yeah. ditching it, and then all of the zombies climbing yeah. all
2: over him. And, and then him sparking a cigarette as the zombies are climbing. Snopes a so, out. It's so badass. Yeah. And then... Poof,
0: you're gonna die in a zombie movie that's a pretty good way to die yeah. <laughs> in a zombie yeah. movie totally and like again like i saw exactly what they were doing i saw exactly what they were ripping off and slow clap you know Yeah. yeah. You. Okay. all right well done <laughs> yes. yeah good job you guys. got me good. there and uh, is it smart no <laughs> no not at all <laughs> And that was a running thing that they set up, too, because of all the supplies they were looking for. He was always looking for a cigarette. Yeah. And somehow, when he pitched over the vehicle, uh, a loose cigarette fell Yeah, and somebody was hide,
2: hiding half a button in the, in the, in the uh, visor. He's like, you son of a bitch. Just, just and, a little, yeah. just
0: a little, little thing to give him <laughs> yeah. at the very end. Yeah,
2: a little bit of spark
0: joy before he dies. Um, and I guess we're, again, I'm going to assume that Carlos is from the game and that, like, We were supposed to know more because uh, spoilers, they're going to show up again in later movies. Mm -hmm. And and you're like, what? Why? How? Yeah, why are they here? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And unfortunately, the movie doesn't always have
2: answers. Well,. One thing you can do about all the six movies is just go, everyone's a clone. Yeah. It's basically, it's like it's like Blade Runner. Everyone's a robot. Because, you you know, pretty much everyone everyone important is. I always repeat myself on the podcast, but I hear myself saying,
0: don't fight the movie. Don't fight the movie. If you're going to yeah. fight the movie, you'll win. And I, I just have
2: to reiterate that in this case, you know. Well, if, if you're going in for a serious, then you're, you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. Cause it, it ain't that. Watch it like you would watch somebody
0: over the shoulder playing a Resident Evil video. Yeah, game. that's a good way to put you it. You wouldn't man. have this expectation of plot no. genius no. It's or just stuff great dialogue. Yeah. It's just
2: what's going to bring us to the next yeah. awesome action sequence. We didn't touch on the uh, 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 the enhanced zombies as well as the homage to Bub. Right. From Day of the Dead. And that is an homage. that is definitely an homage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was an homage, yes. As opposed to a theft, uh, which I greatly appreciate as well. Yeah, we start getting more tentacly monsters, and they get got these things
0: coming out of their face. Yeah. And uh, later on, they're going to progress to, like... Zombies that can fire guns at you and stuff like that. I well, we already had that with the rocket launcher. That's true. Well, that was one of the, but I'm talking about the base
2: zombies. Right, the base but, zombie, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm an old
0: school <laughs> Romeroist, man. Slow walking zombies yeah. for me all the way. D-
2: ditto. <laughs> uh, which is why I uh, uh, you mentioned World War Z right earlier. Yeah. I hate World War Z. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Love the book. I, the I was book just, was amazing. I, I'm more talking about... Um, like a, a scale s- the zombie movie on that yeah. budget and scale yeah. give me more of that please and since that one made 500
2: million dollars I don't see a good reason why we haven't seen more I, of I don't know why <laughs> I don't know why it's just it's like it's like horror genre horror the horror genre in general doesn't get the respect right, right? like you rarely see a horror movie win an Oscar uh, even if there's a, a successful horror movie like world war z or anything like that it's right. like oh that was good that was a good one off and then they just cla- brush their hands off and move on to the next thing great but... director great actor make their name in a horror movie yeah. great now i can make a real movie yeah exactly. i resent that attitude exactly you a real movie yeah you fuckers or every great actor should act in a horror movie at one time That's it's right. like you can great actors can act in horror movies all the time That's they're right. still movies and the hardest genre to do is comedy and nobody gets an oscar for a comedy exactly <laughs> <So> like... <laughs> exactly yeah. And all all comedy actors want to do is was be in a in a, in a serious film, right? <laughs> but I think we've stopped talking about ex, uh, extinction. Uh, I think we have. <laughs> yeah.
1: This was the start of an apocalypse that would sweep the entire world. That was five years ago. My name is Alice. The last survivors followed a radio signal to Alaska.
2: This is Arcadia, broadcasting on emergency frequency.
1: We offer safety and security, food and shelter. But I could find only one. Claire, who did this to you? Umbrella. We have to move on. The only chance for survival is finding the source of this signal. This is Arcadia. We offer safety and security, food and shelter. Come on! The men responsible for this disaster took refuge underground. The Umbrella Corporation feels safe. Everything is quiet here. They feel secure. They're wrong.
2: Now, this is a pleasant surprise.
0: Alright. <laughs> the Evil Afterlife. We've decided it's the next one. I'm, I'm Let's like, still be... We were having trouble remembering, like, certain plot points. Was that afterlife or was that extinction? Yeah. Was it both? Was it both? Does it
2: matter? (laughs) It doesn't. We decided it didn't matter.
0: (laughs) Yes, we missed the Alice factory. But at the end of the previous movie, she found all the Alice clones. Yes, we agreed. And at the beginning of this movie, the Alice army is fighting back, and Wesker, who never looked more computer-animated, <laughs> he is not computer-animated, but he looks so computer-animated yep. that it's crazy. So, this is, again, a huge action sequence of, like, dozens and dozens Massive. of milas, uh flying through the air, explosions, getting killed off, and, like, epic, epic opening. And then, all of the clones are dead... And her superpowers are taken away from her. And By Wesker. Wesker is gone. Yeah. And a completely different movie starts. Totally different movie. yeah. It's, a,
2: it's just like, here's this and now we're done. <laughs> Did you like that? Okay, well, you're None not going to get yeah. any more of that. We're not going to do any more of that. Yeah. Plus, that. Uh, yeah, in, in Japan, I believe. Right. They were in, uh, the clone army attacked the facili- umbrella, umbrella facility. facility in Japan. Yeah. Somehow. How the hell she got her army to Japan from, in the post-apocalyptic world from America. I, know, I have Again, no idea. these are hard questions that I'd like to ask. They, <laughs> how did they get there? What did
0: they eat? Whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There's <coughs> an army matter, of right. Alice's and yes. they're all hot as shit. Right? Yeah. And they're all flying through the air and they're all killing stuff. And that's amazing. Yeah. And then we get back to our band of survivors. They've heard this radio broadcast of this place, Arcadia. They want to get up to Alaska where there's less infection or no infection. Apparently, according to the message, got big 28 Days Later vibes yep. from the the radio broadcast. The hopeful sort of, this is the quest, yep. this, this level, we have to find Arcadia. But much like Terminus and The Walking Dead, everybody watching this show innately knows that this is not going to be what is promised to be. <laughs> it never is. Um, Paul W.S. Anderson has returned to the directing chair. And as always, he is writing the screenplay. And just like in the other ones, I am bewildered by the decisions of the screenplay (laughs) and by, like, the wooden, terrible dialogue. And it's not just that the dialogue's bad. It's not executed well. There's so many times where I was like, was that really the best take? Like, I know that Mila Djokovic can can act. Like, I've seen her do really good
2: stuff. But there's some scenes in this movie that are cringy. Yeah, and to make her like, to make her that flat and cardboardy, like you have to work at that. Like I don't even know how you do that. And this is your wife. That right? that's right. Yeah. I, I, I like what's on the cutting room floor is what I want to know. Yeah. Like because it felt it felt like there were pieces missing that would have been made made it much more interesting. But like
0: Claire again, she's been in like three movies now, right? Mm-hmm. And. Uh, we still don't feel like we know her, or mm-hmm. like that she really matters, other than she's Claire, and people who play the video games care about her. But and, we and don't. So does Alice. Alice this, really cares about Claire. That's right. Um, <laughs> and uh, once the umbrella starts to like close its hand over them again, uh, she doesn't have. It was a good choice to take her powers away because, like I said, she was overpowered in the previous one but it was also handled so sloppily mm-hmm. that it made it hard to take anything that followed it that yep. seriously. So they find a... I'm missing some plot points, but let's just sort of get to the... To the Quotation meet, plot. The, the meat of it. Uh, they, they're they looking for... She's looking for other survivors in the world. Uh, she's flying in this airplane, and she sees people who have written a sign on the top of this hotel. I think it's a hotel. Yeah, I think it's a hotel. In, in the middle uh, of this... LA. Los Angeles swarmed with zombies, just just completely surrounded. Yeah. And she does this completely ridiculous, but admittedly entertaining <laughs> crash landing on the top of the building, which left me with the question, okay, now what? <laughs> now, now you're just as fucked as they are. Exactly. Like you, yeah. Well played.
2: Because yeah. <laughs> you're powerless now, you're just one of, the, one of the, uh, the regular survivors, and now you're on top of this building just like they are. Okay. And it's full of, again,
0: unlikely attractive survivors. And Kim Coates, who isn't particularly attractive. <laughs> he's so unattractive, in fact, that everything that comes out of his mouth is terrible. Yeah, Everything awful. that he does is terrible. Awful. When he does his big switcheroo, he casually murders somebody that he's been <laughs> living with for, I don't know, however long this apocalypse has been going on. And, like, doesn't phase him at all. He's like a total Stephen King villain. But... <laughs> I'm a big believer in supporting home homegrown talent. I do like me some Kim Coates as an actor. He did
2: his performance was good. It wasn't. It was just he delivered what was being asked. Exactly, one hundred percent. I mean, the moment he started talking, you knew you knew where he was going. You're You're an asshole. You're gonna make things worse. Yeah, exactly. And you're only you're the only one who's not pretty. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, and then uh, they have to make way to the boat. Correct, there's yeah, a boat.
0: The, that's when they figure out that this Arcadia place that had been originally been searching for, the reason they didn't find it is because it's, it's, a, it's a boat. It's, it's a boat. It's been moving anywhere. <laughs> um, and there's also, because the barriers are breaking down, The getting outside, this super zombie shows up. This He looks like a Silent Hill villain, actually. More yeah, updated. he looked more
2: like Pyramid Head
0: than... Kind of, yeah, 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 that's yeah, what he yeah. reminded me of. Yeah. And again, I'm. I don't know, or if it was explained, maybe it wasn't. I missed it. Was it was not. Uh, like, is this a creation of Umbrella? Is was, there a reason that this Uber zombie suddenly I, exists? I, I
2: made an actual note of it. I said, I said, I don't know who this zombie is, but I want more of them. Well, because uh, we only got like five like five seconds before someone put a bullet in his head and i'm like i'm like oh man well giant there's... hammer zombie is what i call him i'm sure he has a name in the yeah. in the game sorry gamers but yeah again. giant hammer zombie <laughs> but
0: they did shoot him in the head several times and it didn't seem to do anything for yep. him and then he, all of a sudden he shows up in the basement in the bathroom yeah, yeah. and there's that huge slow-mo fight yep. and again just like i said in previous slow-mo fights it didn't make any sense <laughs> it was completely ridiculous and stupid and i had a Big, dumb smile on my face while I was watching (laughs) it. Totally, I don't know where this guy came from. I don't know what this is about. Yeah. They had this ongoing thing with Mila collecting quarters. At least it paid (laughs) off in that scene. We we found out she was using them to make shells for her little mini shotguns. Yeah, yeah. So when it gets shot through, all these quarters go flying up in the air. (laughs) I mean, it's weird because as a sequence by itself, it's well executed, but... It doesn't make any sense. Like, the scene that comes before it and the scene that comes
2: after it doesn't seem to address the scene that's in the middle,
1: like, at all. No, it's,
2: it, it's more of a, here's a, cool, here's a cool part in the middle of all this. Enjoy. We like then, fights, right? Yeah, yeah, you guys like fights. We're going to have a This is a fight. boss fight. Yeah. On. Yeah, we're going to have a boss fight, and then we're going to move
0: on, all right? And again, all right. Claire and uh, Alice, water raining down upon them, <laughs> slow motion, like, posturing. It's like... It's so over the top
2: and I love it. Because because they know it's over the top and they just lean in you lean into something like that. They absolutely were like, Yep,
0: we're gonna we're gonna commit to this particular bit. (laughs) And it doesn't matter who he is or why he's there or if umbrella made him or what. And I, they must have made an impression, or it must be in the game because we see him again in, in a different movie. In the movie. next one, yeah. yeah the next and we movie. see more
2: of them, which uh, which is I was happy.
0: For, right. So. so they're like a they're like a, a chain. They're yeah. a product of some we, kind. Yeah, we
2: have no idea where he came from. He's like nine feet tall and just this massive mountain of a thing with a weird cage thing over his head. Yeah. Wielding this god. Uh, Like eight foot hammer spike thing. Where did he get the axe? Did he make the axe? Well, there you go with the questions again. Oh, sorry. My bad. Sorry. You can't? (laughs) (laughs) I did the same thing. It's like, like, don't ask the questions because there's no answers to them.
0: But there's such basic (laughs) questions like, (laughs) <laughs> Who is this person? Was where this did person? they come
2: from, yeah. and where did they get this object that they're holding in their hands? <laughs> right,
0: I don't think that's too tall an order. No, as audience. someone kind of- had to make that,
2: and it was well crafted. It wasn't just thrown together from like car parts and shit. Well, it was no. a well crafted warhammer. Go back to Silent Hill.
0: Again, I, I don't know the game as well, but I watched the movies and Pyramid Head was not explained to me, but I did not regret his presence in the movie. Yeah, so not at all. I didn't need the origin story. Nope. I didn't need... It was, it was like, just really cool. That's a big yeah. scary dude with a pyramid face. <laughs> yeah, got it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, we're, we're caught up. I yeah, think. yeah, I think we're good. So, yes, uh, they have to get to the boat. Kim Coates betrays murders steals the plane gets there first <laughs> but the good guys although they get separated and lose many members fight their way back to the boat as well and uh start releasing people who had been prisoners of umbrella both literally the ones that are like just being held there for experimentation and those that have these weird bugs put on them that yeah, yeah. basically make them subservient subservient yeah. to i don't uh, wesker who, Whoever's giving the orders. I see. Wesker. We're,
2: Wesker's yeah. in the boat somehow, so he 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 returns from the beginning of the movie. Right. Uh, so he's pulling. And he he essentially becomes Doctor Isaacs from the last movie. He's like, I'm the big, guy, you know, I'm the boss guy now, right? Because he he juices himself up, right?
0: Yeah. But then we're still asking this question. Hey, Wesker. Last time we saw you, weren't you dead? Just <laughs> pretty. Yeah. Did you? Okay. Whatever. Pretty sure <laughs> no, 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 you crashed into a mountain. Yeah. 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 So, uh, once again... But the T-Virus made you
2: unexplode. It's fine. Don't sure, sure. We'll go with that. We're asking questions. Right? E- everyone's a clone. Just go with that. everyone's a clone.
0: But, oh, excuse me, keep coughing. i <clears throat> oh, me too, sorry. Sure to a lot of these uh, episodes so far, movie starts in the midst of an action sequence. Mm-hmm. And it ends with an action sequence about to happen. To take place, I mean. like, So, there is no beginning and there is no end. Nope. Yet again. And it makes the whole thing kind of shapeless. Like, somehow, it's just like a yeah. series of events. There's not a story here. And, like, it's unapologetically, I guess, a middle chapter. Mm-hmm.
2: But, like, give us something. Yeah. That's why I have four and five, to me, just blend, kind of blend in. Like, I, I have a hard time just, uh, distinguishing one from the other. I'm like, did this happen in the fifth one or yeah. the fourth one? But, once again, it doesn't really matter. No. No. <laughs>
0: Like I might argue that the level of crazy goes up somehow, another notch for the for the fifth installment.
2: The, Not that this yeah. isn't crazy, no, no, but it goes up a whole another no, no. I you were one hundred percent right. I have a note exactly that. Like they had to they had to jump it up. They had yeah. to juice. It. I'll, I'll talk about it when we get there, uh, but, is there anything yeah. you want to say more about afterlife then?
0: Uh. Uh, regrettably
2: forgettable. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's so weird, like you and I. We just watched it this week, where I did just this week. Mine was last week, and, but and yeah, still. But like, uh, and we're struggling to find plot points <laughs> exactly. to talk about. Like it is not memorable <laughs> at all, <laughs> except for that opening sequence. I, I I do have to say the army of Mulas was, was kind of cool. Yeah, but pointless. that was all. That it was turned all out got. to be pointless. Yep. But. While it was happening, I'm like, "Well, look at all those Milas giving it." Yeah. You know?
2: it, well, the point, the point, I guess, the point of the big fight scene was for her to become powerless, right? right. That was that was the end game of the opening scene. Is Wesker
0: uh, the beginning of the movie?
2: She's it. immortal,
0: powerful, and she's <laughs> with an army, army of, of clones, Alice's. And five minutes later, she has none of that. Yeah. <laughs> just a schmo like the rest. She's of She's a yeah. hopeless person trying yeah. to live through the apocalypse. Yeah. Good enough.
1: Yeah.
2: Come on, babe. Rise and shine. Let's get that beautiful ass out of bed.
1: You want cereal? Watch want you, tiger. Please get a room. Sorry. None of this is real. No, no, none of this is real. these memories were imprinted. My name is Alice. Alice, how nice to see you again. What the hell is going on here? We have you under all control. They used me to perfect the virus. Everyone I've ever known. Everything I've ever done has being used against me. Now they can manipulate the
2: world. We've taken over New York, Moscow, Tokyo. This is humanity's last stand. The beginning of the end.
1: I'm gonna kill you. Good luck. You'll need it.
0: Resident Evil Retribution, the fifth volume of the Resident Evil film franchise. Um, <laughs> I think think they must have known that there's going to be one more movie after this and then they were going to be done with this iteration of Resident Evil uh, if they're all profitable we knew that they were going to make more they have made more they continue to make more they'll probably continue to make more mm-hmm. for, for way longer than as long as it keeps making money yeah longer than we would be expecting but I think knowing that the next was going to be the big fight movie that was going to supposedly wrap things up what they're trying to do here is a little bit of, a, like, a greatest hits package. Yeah. It gives me the vibe of, like, uh, Lethal Weapon 4. Oh, okay. Remember Lethal Yeah, movie? yeah, yeah. Where, like, they revisited all the characters, <laughs> and they had, like, these throwback calls, and yeah. then, like, there's even, like, a scroll at the end of, like, remember all these other better movies? <laughs> We're gonna that, bring some yeah, of that back. Not even that Lethal Weapon 4 is terrible, but it's always reminding you that it's part of a... Bigger, room. yeah, yeah. So they're back all these actors that were in previous installments, including Michelle Rodriguez, and... Um, the entire star team, basically, the star from the first The star team from the first movie, yeah. And um, so we can say, hey, that guy, and maybe their fates yeah. will be the same, maybe their fates will be different. And it's disorienting. Like, it opens up, and... Ale- well, first it of all...
2: opens up on the boat, right? Backwards action a, sequence yeah. on the boat. Yeah, the backwards... <laughs> which, Okay, go ahead, sorry. So,
0: we see that it went really badly on the boat. We start with Mila in the water, and it shows us the action sequence backwards as the credits roll. And then when the credits finish, shows it all happen again, which is a cool conceit for an opening credit sequence. We'll give it that. Yeah. But again, it's another time where they spent an entire movie setting up a fight that we only kind of saw, sort yeah. of. And we didn't really see what happened to all the important players. Yeah. And when Alice opens her eyes and she's married to a guy who died in the third movie and she's got a little girl who they communicate using sign language, but she doesn't seem to be deaf. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. It's very odd. It's so weird. And then the zombies just attack and we're like, okay, so is she dreaming? Does this matter? And looks like Alice gets killed and then we cut to a different Alice. So, okay, that was a dream, but... No, because we're going to come back to these characters later exactly. on. Exactly. Hashtag that not a dream. Yeah. <laughs> and I found this, and I talked to you about this at the introduction. I, I had some personal shit going on in my life. Mm. <laughs> well, this is peripherally. Yep. So I was having trouble focusing a little bit on the task at hand. Which was like
2: trying to make sense of a Resident Evil movie. I mean, if you're but, distracted watching this one, you're gonna, you're not gonna be able to make sense of anything. Basic yeah. questions, Rick. Like, yeah. is
0: this person real? Like, when they, <laughs> they cut to the Tokyo sequence and it's in the rain and all these people are walking, and I'm like. Okay, are these people real people that live in the facility? Okay, well,
2: (laughs) first off, it's not Tokyo. It's 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 a a lair. It's it's a a recreation. It's a a testing facility. Yeah, which is mind-boggling because the size of these testing facilities is just bizarre. There's four of them. There's Tokyo, New York, Berlin,
0: and Uh, one more,
2: I think. London, London, maybe it doesn't matter. But all of them are yeah,
0: it really doesn't matter. Five city blocks, huge. Hong Kong, I think. Hong Kong, maybe. Okay. The, the so there's all these different places where they yeah. test their 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 zombie infections. And yeah. They, so are these all clones? They must be. I guess. I, I,
2: what, I always, everyone's a clone. Just. Just assume it's. Yeah. A clone. Just assume everyone's a clone. And they decided
0: to clone the stars team from the original one yeah. because why not? Sure. <laughs>
2: but now they're, I, I, I want to say bad guys, but now they're not on Alice's side. But again, I guess, and I hate yeah. to do this, dude, but there's an apocalypse going
0: on outside. Yeah, I right? know. All of this shit is happening. They have hundreds of thousands of people, yeah. human resources. Yeah, exactly. It, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It doesn't try to make sense. Like, it is just a series of scenes that <laughs> happen. And yeah, it's Which cool you have... to see Michelle Rodriguez again. For but sure. Nothing that happens matters. No. <laughs>
2: like... I mean, I can only assume that. Uh, all these stay up. St- I say stages because it's video game, right? Right. It's very video gaming. I can only assume these are stages from the video game that they just kind of went plunk, plunk, and just put right into the game. Is I or assume. movie? I mean, is what I'm I'm assuming. I don't know. <laughs> Again, and we'll never know.
0: And maybe this is what's really hurting our maybe. Experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I do think if you're making an adaptation. You can't assume that someone has watching this movie has read the novel. So you can't assume True. they have the cheat sheet. Exactly. And same thing with the, if you're making it out of a video game. We might have a rough idea in our heads about what Resident Evil is. But if it's vital information that we need to understand, yep. like... Who are these people? Are they real? Yep. Does anything matter? Yeah. <laughs> like,
2: well, and then you have to ask, you, like, I'm trying to, I'm struggling to, like, what was the goal of this movie? Like, what? Well, like, okay, let's talk plot because I right. failed to talk plot, because <laughs> it's convoluted. Yeah,
0: opening action scenes, then what we think is a dream sequence, but spoilers will turn out later not yeah, to yeah. be a dream sequence. Yeah. she wakes up again, and someone has. Uh, released the security system in the building to help her escape. Yes, the Get testing facility with yeah. all the cities. Because, of course, she wakes up almost naked again on a table. Yeah, with the paper strips, <laughs> yeah. So she gets some clothes, she gets some uh, guns, and then the Red Queen, who's, I guess, good in this one, uh, tells her that uh, there's somebody inside that's going to yep. help her escape. Not only that, but there's a Stars team coming to rescue her. And so some of her old friends who have been overtaken with the weird... Mm-hmm. umbrella insignia implanted in their chest which makes them puppets and monsters and zombies and they have to run through these different environments mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah there's a liquor the size of a car and yeah there's <laughs> zombies that like look like Nazis and fire machine guns and drive tanks we, we and, do get more hammer
2: zombies though yeah and we do hammer, get more so.
0: hammer and again like by themselves I can see shiny pretty lights it's pretty to mm-hmm. look at but scene to scene and a part of it was me, but not all of it. Oh, <laughs> so no. Like, oh, no, no. no, no. I, not just all like, it was you. I was just lost. It was a bunch of light and sound and noise,
2: yeah. and it meant nothing to me. <laughs> so this is going to be a thumbs-down review. <laughs> <laughs> uh, th- so to me, this is the uh, the tip-of-the-cap homage movie to, okay. to like, everything. There's Dawn of the Dead with the waking up and your kids is on zo- or your husband's a zombie and you sleep right. with your kid. There's aliens where yep. she had big had aliens, big yeah. alien where you get a, <laughs> you it's Ripley with her adopted daughter fighting, yeah. uh, you know, getting hunted by a big, big thing, right? Uh, there's homages to the previous movies with the star team and, uh, so that's, For me, that's almost all it was. It was just like, hey, remember that? Remember that? Look at this. Look at that. Greatest hits. Yeah, exactly. We'll give you a
0: good movie in the last chapter, or so we hope. But for now, remember all the other movies? Yeah, exactly. Here's something that kind of maybe looks like that, sort of. Yep.
2: (laughs) Yep. That was essentially the movie for me. So, uh, I...
0: Yeah. I was looking for positive things to say, and after some time, I found a couple. Okay, so here we go. Okay, <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez gets to play two characters in this. Two characters, and yes. one of them is not Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah. She's just a normal person who doesn't have attitude or or, or isn't like ready to punch anyone. She's just like, trying to survive. She's just a normal yeah. person trying to help this sweet little girl who just happens to cross her path, and it's like the only time i feel like i've seen
2: michelle rodriguez play a person who's not
0: constantly pissed off
2: we should and, we should add that uh, uh, the her character uh, the soft character yeah. is essentially a, a clone in one of these places yeah. meant to die by uh, they're they're testing. They're all just sheep meant they're, to be eaten by zombies. Exactly. Yeah. So,
0: But it's for whatever reason Michelle Rodriguez. And she's also here again as a S.T.A.R.S. member but in that incarnation she's super evil. Mm-hmm. She's like the meanest of them all. And she's juiced. Yeah, and then she in, injects herself with yeah. one of the viruses the T-Virus or the D-Virus or the Who Gives a Shit virus. <laughs> Tentacle monster yeah. virus which they all are. Yep. <laughs> but I did think that that was cool and As much as I didn't buy the facility like its existence or like why they would have this or if they did have this like why they would maybe not use these resources in a completely different more effective way that made sense the actual look of the facility was quite cool oh yeah and the recreations of the different environments were all
2: very distinct Japan and the rain in particular just like it really popped like it looked great
0: yeah and all of the movies have that going for them. Again, like I said at the beginning, big budget zombie spectacle is kind of what... Well, that and I guess Milo Jojovich mm-hmm. is, is attractive. But that was the, the thing selling the tickets. It wasn't, ooh, Resident Evil is the coolest thing ever. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> but man, if they'd have
2: started here, I don't think I would have moved forward. <laughs> like no, th- this would not be a good way to start. No, no. Um,
0: And again, yeah, that's the same star team yeah. from the first movie but they're not they act completely differently and
2: so when they get killed off we don't feel anything no it's just like oh well they're just a clone anyway so it doesn't really matter it's also got one of my least favorite final fights it was this it shouldn't be because it was essentially a kung fu battle bef- between uh uh alice and and rodriguez right right but uh i, I just the, the the, the the zombie element for me wasn't in in the final fight. It was just, like, two badass women kicking the shit out of each other.
0: I, I Two badass women kicking the shit out of each other, I liked.
2: Yeah. But what I didn't like was when she
0: would do these punches and we'd get this x-ray vision. Oh, And yeah. we'd see these <laughs> yeah, 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 home right. breaks happen. Yeah, yeah. Including the one character who she kills by punching and stopping his heart. And then she does the same move on Alice. And they do the same zoom in, showing her heart get compressed and stop beating. Yep. But Alice doesn't die. She yeah. just keeps fighting. So, like, why did you show us that? Yeah. I'm so confused.
2: Yeah, It's probably the most confusing of the of the six, to be sure.
0: It's perplexing. Yeah. But I did like the image of her being broken through the ice and all of the zombies under the water. Yes. Kind of, like, pulling her down. Yeah. Um, so she may be unkillable, but it's going to be
2: a bad place to be. Yeah, for you're not going to like where you are for a while. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I guess, I guess my recommendation is watch four and five back to back because they kind of, they kind of blend into one anyway. I so suppose. just watch 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 it as like one three hour movie. I guess is what I what I would recommend.
0: Well then we go to the end well, that's end a,
2: that's a lot of 3 hours 3 hours of not bad but anyway go. I, I would my my recommendation is if you're
0: watching them just space them out do like one a month yeah. or whatever whatever so like you you can maybe look forward to them or like where the fact that you have to sort of remind yourself will actually be an a, a benefit not a deficit to yeah. the experience but uh it's It's shapeless. Like, I can't close my hands on the movie. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you what it's about. (laughs) I can't tell you... I can tell you in a limited degree what happened. But then it all jumps to the end of the movie, where all of the characters who haven't been killed off, suddenly, were at the White House. (laughs) And and Wesker's there, and he's one of the good guys. But weren't you bad and then dead again? But it doesn't matter, because here we are. We're doing this. This is what it is. We're doing this. And you guys... Look at all of these zombies and these demons and these flying like pterodactyl demonic things, bird yeah. things. And this is gonna be the most epic fight. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna go into the last chapter. Yeah, you don't even know, guys. This is gonna be so yeah. epic. So yeah, maybe this was a little bit of like a clip show, and maybe this, yeah. maybe we didn't have a story to tell, but boy. Just you Get wait. We yeah. were just biding our time so that yeah. we can really knock yeah. your fucking socks. Yeah. Off. And spoilers, they do not. <laughs> <laughs> so much effort is put into the last few minutes of this movie. Yeah. Basically saying we're sorry, we know this movie sucked, but I swear to God the next guys, one's gonna be so good, yeah. so good. And I was just laughing at the movie, not with yep. at yeah. the yeah. movie. <laughs> so. To reiterate, it's a thumbs-down review.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not the best installment, shall we say. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to say? I know we've kind of been short work on this one, but... Uh, well, I... for probably for good
2: reason it's short work on this one. <laughs> Let me just... Uh, uh... I
0: feel like I spanked it pretty severely, although, in my defense, it had misbehaved.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the like the best part was the giant horde at the end. Yeah. Right? Right.
0: Uh, Kevin Durand is an actor who I've seen in things and I like. He kind of has a badass end where uh, he's been affected by the monster and he agrees to stay behind. Oh, and yeah. the stars team shoots him, but as he gets <laughs> shot, he throws his gun up in the air. And uh, he's down on the ground, they assume dead, but then he catches the gun and kills one more of them just because he wanted to kill it. And I've seen that actor in other things. I think he's pretty capable. And it's silly, but it was, again... Yeah. I was smiling at that point, I was like, okay you guys, let's see what you did there. And there was not enough of that in this <laughs> <Yeah. movie. laughs> so,
1: good enough. My name is Alice, and this is my story. The end of my story. Ten years ago in Raccoon City, there was an outbreak. It spread across the world within days. One way or another our world is coming to an end the question is will we end with it umbrella developed an airborne antivirus it would destroy the t-virus i have no reason to believe a word you say true but i can offer you something you want very much what is that revenge we can end all this I have to get to the hive, we go together. What are we gonna do? We're gonna kill every last one of them. Grab some gear. This is what I do. After
0: the, let's just say, terrible, terrible showing of the fifth chapter of Resident Evil, they teed up the final chapter. It's the White House. All of these powerful characters, good and bad, allied against this evil. (laughs) And here comes. You waited three years or whatever the gap was in between. (laughs) The final chapter, Resident Evil. And the kids showed up and they bought their popcorn and they sat down and the... Lights went up on the screen, and the battle was over. And all of those characters are dead except for Alice, and we don't get to see fucking Any. any of it. It's the most brazen shameless lie that I've ever seen. Like, I feel like at this point they must have wanted out of the Resident Evil franchise and they were trolling the fan base. I, I, I like, can
2: only assume their
0: budget got cut or
2: something. Or,
0: but I then, don't know. No, because all of a sudden she gets attacked by one of the coolest monsters we've the, ever the, seen. Yeah, in, totally. In the, in the entire yeah. franchise. This gargoyle, dragon mutated thing, thing jumps out of the water and attacks her and She uses a car and crushes it and it's a big old cool fight. And I'm like, okay, well I guess that's cool but where was our fight, you dicks? Exactly, yeah. But this is the whole thing that the, the movie keeps on setting up things like well, we're going to regroup the characters and then we're going to set up another battle yeah. and that's going to be the yeah. big battle that's yeah. going to pay off. And the whole movie keeps on setting things up saying, right around the next corner. Just you wait. Yeah, the next corner. Yeah. This is when the shit's going to hit the fan, and It's going to get so fucking real, you guys. And it's the <laughs> longest installment of the movie and it's just incredible how it never pays off. It's, at
2: no point do you have, ah, this is the climactic point. And this was supposed to be like the the big return. This was the Return to Raccoon City, return to the hive, to the movie, high, right back the, where it all belonged, yep. where it began. Just you wait, guys. Answers are coming. <laughs> um, well, we got answers. <laughs> but is it an ending? Like, and where does
0: the world go from here? And what what did it all mean when it was all said and done? No, no. Like, again, if you were to say, what was the point of this movie that was, like, the the
2: dramatic high point, the climax of the movie... Could you describe what that was? Uh, I mean, barely. I could describe it. I guess the climax, I guess we should probably go into, I, we haven't really discussed like what it's about. So essentially it's, uh, uh, Alice returning to raccoon city because the cure is there. Uh, She finds out from the Red Queen again, I believe, that the cure is in Raccoon City. You need to go back there. It's in the hive. All of Umbrella has been compromised by the
0: T-virus or whatever. They're they're all Weskerfied. Yeah. So uh, the AI has taken over, (laughs) and now it's good that we have to go back to the original lab. Which, according, I believe, to the third movie was destroyed in a nuclear explosion.
2: But we'll just move past that. Uh, they, they do show a pit. There's a pit where the bomb went off. Okay. Come on.
1: This is, <laughs> it's a pretty good size was,
2: pit. Even if it was, say, five years ago, I don't think you're really good to... I <laughs> don't
0: think you're safe yeah. to go hanging out. <laughs> no. But again, we're asking questions. The movie can't... So just, you, you
2: just don't ask the questions. Yeah,
0: But again... If they gave Ali Larder more to do, but no, we're not going to no. take any of the spotlight away from Mila Jovovich. And, like, even the new characters, that they show up to be either the betrayer or to be likable and killed mm-hmm. off. Yeah. I will mention Ruby Rose, because she's, a, she's the mechanic that uh, they befriend. They make a point she was really resourceful. Mm-hmm. And when she falls into the fan, we're supposed to be really devastated. Yeah. I've seen her as the Batwoman, and I've seen her in a John Wick movie, and I've seen her in Meg, and I've seen her in this, and I've come to the conclusion that she is a completely empty vessel. (laughs) Like... She's pretty, but much like like they were saying, the Sean Roberts says Wesker looked like she's animated. That's how Ruby, Ru- right. Ruby Rose looks to me. She's when I pretty, see her in Meg with her like precision bangs, <laughs> leaning over the console, I believe nothing about her. And it's funny how like I come to this conclusion before revisiting it, and that her presence in the movie was not only oh great, there's Ruby Rose, but how. No, this is actually the ideal environment for you. Yeah. There's no acting required for you at all. You just need to look cool and then die. So, yeah, uh, I know that's
2: ouch to Ruby Rose, but damn, it's just how I feel. It is what it is. <laughs> uh, we also see the return of uh, Dr. Isaacs, yep. Mr. Ian Glenn, which is... A couple, probably, probably, yeah, a, few, yeah. <laughs> a couple of them. Yeah, a few, yeah. A couple of them. They're both bad, just so you know. One's real, one's not. Maybe. Maybe yeah. they're both clones. I don't know. They don't know. We don't know. The writer doesn't know. Nobody knows.
0: But again, that could be a cool conceit. So you've got this villain. He's got this big Machiavellian super plan. <laughs> and then suddenly he finds out that he's actually a clone of the actual super villain. And he's like... Fuck that! Fuck that. I, I, I'm, I'm the super villain. I'm gonna be the super. Like that could be interesting if they tried, at all. <laughs>
2: like, well, well, the problem when you clone yourself, you clone your ego as yeah, well. I, I guess it's a, it's an absolute
0: <laughs> copy. So yep. that guy's just as big a dick as you yep. are. But and there's a whole sequence with them having this convoy. Going through all the zombies and all being the zombies. dragged behind this, and I
2: feel like this should be exciting or I should it's feel dull. the danger,
0: and I am bored. Yeah,
2: they're, they're strapped to the back of a tank yeah. and they're driving, and the horde of zombies walking behind them. Even, and even the fifth movie, it. for all of its pointless
0: insanity, I was mystified, <laughs> but I was not bored. This is yeah. like this is crazy. Yeah. Like this should be like we're right on the edge. This should be the highest stakes that we've seen in the franchise. Yes. This is like all or nothing. Either Evil wins or they find a way to defeat yeah. it. And I <laughs> it,
2: it yeah, it was it was pretty bland. They're walking slowly. Walking to, slowly toward the high. Towards the fight.
0: And maybe that works like it worked in the stand for instance but uh, Mm -hmm. this is not you know about anything then like I said at the beginning of this right kicks in slow motion through the airs and explosions and six movies in it's unsustainable but you're going into this knowing for a fact this is your last chapter Yep. so you know like take a risk
2: no risk we're taking yeah in fact they in fact they played it safe I would say they played it safe. Your continuity has been so ridiculous
0: and, like... <laughs> it doesn't matter. That it point. didn't matter. Yeah. But, like, in this one last movie, you can say definitively, we're going to put a bow on this. Mm-hmm. This is the this is what Resident Evil was to Paul W.S. Anderson and Mila Jovovich. And good luck going forward. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, honestly... I gave a positive review to the first Resident Evil movie, but I don't think it's an amazing movie, but compared to this movie, it's, it's a, an amazing uh, <laughs> movie, and like, this is 15 years later? Also, and I know this is a unfair kind of low blow, but... A stunt performer was seriously, seriously injured on this movie. Oh, really? I didn't and, know that. And uh, she ended up suing them. There was uh, She lost her arm. Oh, shit. She broke bones in her face. Her Obviously, her stunt career has been greatly right. affected by that. It was a life-changing injury. And it sucks how it seems so often when people die on movies or get seriously hurt on movies... The movies like Firestorm or Vampire in Brooklyn right. or Resident Evil, Evil, the final chapter, Yeah. nobody should have even been taking a risk for right. this movie, let alone, like, good God. Yeah, that's, dude, that's terrible. I didn't know that. So, like, I don't know. I Part of it, too, I think I might have just run out of steam with the franchise. Like, <laughs> I was ready for it to be over before it was. But I was not expecting to be bored. I thought maybe I'd get frustrated or I would have mean things to say or I would like, man, that ending is frustrating, but I'm shocked that I was bored.
2: Well, let's talk about the convoluted master plan. Oh, there was a master plan. Okay. Conclusion, (laughs) right? So the master plan was umbrella. There's a flashback to the, to a board meeting. Uh, Wesker's there. Uh, being glenn yeah they finally like, say it out loud they finally say it out loud we're gonna we are gonna cause an apocalypse they say it out loud this is what we're gonna do the rich are gonna survive we're gonna put them in the hive until everything's done we'll release the cure and then we'll come out and we'll all rule, the resources we'll, will belong to us we'll rule the world yes. a world of fucking dead people i guess but whatever then so, profit. Then yeah, <laughs> whatever profit is in that kind of exactly. society. But okay, so they go back to the hive, which is where all the all the rich people are frozen. And somehow, in the first movie, we don't like where, where where was all this in the first. We see the hive in the first movie. There's no s- secret room where all the frozen rich people. Are. They hadn't come up with that yet. We we see Alice. Uh, who uh, the T virus was supposed to be invented as a cure for rogeria, which is what the Alice character was supposed to have had, and now she's old somehow. I, I don't understand. But oh, right. she's old, old because Mira. she. I think it's she's old because. Their progeria makes you age prematurely, but the fact that they they misrepresented people who have progeria so badly in this movie, I was offended. I'm like, that's not what they look like. That's not who they are at all. It was just, it was cringy. It was really cringy. i like, I I confess, it was was bad. I was so checked out of the movie by that
0: point that like I wasn't even like that critical of it. Like. I remembered old Mila as you mentioned, and She's actually a pretty major part of the third (laughs) act of the movie.
2: Yeah. And it was so bad. So bad. So she dies through... I don't even remember how she dies. Was it an explosion? I think she just dies. Uh, And Alice gets the cure... She's almost dead. She fights another <laughs> Dr. Super, Isaacs, Super, Super Isaacs. Isaacs on the surface. And the, it's the fight for the cure. Don't release the cure, release the cure. And then she finally, she breaks it onto her on a rock. And it's apocalypse, a, apocalypse over. Everyone's <laughs> cured. All the zombies around her, the horde die like instantly. and And, and that's
0: how it ends. But if there's nobody left alive in the world, then there's nobody left to spread
2: the cure around the world. And well, no, the, the, the cure will spread itself no, through the it winds. Just, it just worked out. Yeah, it's just going to work out just fine, guys. And everyone who's alive is going to be okay. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> in The Dark
0: Crystal, jumping to a much better movie, their hero jams the crystal and cures the crystal... And the good and the evil meld, and the world is forever changed. Uh-huh. And it's a definitive the and. end, right? Umbrella still exists. There's a lot of cleanup in the world. They did about as much damage as they could possibly, possibly do. Possibly like- do. Like, the argument could be made that Umbrella totally, I guess, won if the goal was to bring about armageddon i
2: guess they, mission accomplished yeah like but like to, i wasn't i, I didn't, don't even understand to what end even if they it's whatever succeeded and whatever their plan was to rule over dirt yeah. like uh, but again it, just it seems like it's all
0: even if that was the problem like uh, or that was the premise set it a little bit further in the future populations yeah. becoming a problem or resources are running thin yep no umbrella is evil that is the solution that is the answer when in doubt umbrella is evil
2: and they deliver us monsters but the monsters aren't as evil as umbrella okay oh not even close once again uh, in a lot of these movies the trope is the real the real villains are human yes humans are the real bad guys yes Zombies okay. are an obstacle, but yeah. the thing to fear walking, is other people. Yeah. Walking dead all yeah. right. It's the I, whole premise of Walking Dead, right?
0: Romero definitely uh nurtured that idea. Oh, but yeah. I think Walking Dead kinda hammered it home. Yeah. 100%. So Yeah. I don't know what I don't know what more to say about it. Like Yeah, it uh It always frustrates me. Like a lot of times franchises the plug is pulled prematurely and or, or else all of a sudden they're told at the last minute oh this is going to be the last movie but they so, had time to do this one. this wasn't the case here. no this, this is, is what just i'm saying poor choices they knew many poor choices they knew exactly that this was the the sixth and final installment all of the players were present and accounted for. It wasn't like, you know, with the new Star Wars movies where one of the main cast members died and they had to correct for yeah, that. Yeah. No, no, they had the money and the means and the people to and they make just... whatever movie they wanted. And they punted. And I am mystified that this is the movie that they made. It is the biggest and longest and most bloated of all the movies by far. And it feels like it. And it was meant to be the
2: grand finale. Yeah, it's the most disappointing because the build-up was so big. Yeah. So, I wouldn't say it's the worst installment but it's the worst letdown is what I would say this is where the road was leading yeah and they drove off a cliff yeah
0: and if you want more Resident Evil by the way there is there's the Welcome to Raccoon City which was good it was alright there's a short lived Netflix series I watched one episode and turned it off (laughs) I believe there's four (laughs) animated feature length movies now oh wow okay so, the IP is not going anywhere. No, no. But I, I just refuse to believe that this is the best we can do with Resident was, Evil. Yeah, it was too bad. There's only, like, they can only improve <clears throat> upon this. I feel similarly about the Resident Evil franchise as I do about the Wesley Snipes Blade franchise. Yeah, yeah uh, oh, 100%. Yep. Where it's like, it's stupid, it's flashy, it's pretty and distracting to look at. But if someone was to try even a little bit, we could have such a better version oh, the, of this. the third blade was so bad, yes. so bad. And uh, I, I anxiously look forward to a better blade and a better Resident Evil. So.
2: I, I, can only hope. There's only one Mila jo- Jovovich, though. So. She is pretty, but yeah. pretty wasn't gonna go far enough nope. to save. <laughs> it wasn't gonna save it. <laughs>
1: All we're
0: right doing a Star Trek one that is uh, six Resident Evil movies uh, reviewed and now about to be ranked. Um, thank you for doing this. You bet. Um, I, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that we can cross this one off the list. I'm sorry if I came off negative. I, I I listen to myself as I speak <laughs> and I'm like, you don't need to be laying down this beat down. This movie's just trying to entertain people. And if Resident Evil is your jam, you know, by all means, check out Resident Evil. I'm not saying no. I watched them. I just—they're not
2: my favorites. <laughs> I, I will watch them all again. There you go. Like I'll—I I'll, have all six at home. I'm yep. gonna watch all six again. <laughs> Do I enjoy them all equally? Hell no. No.
0: Well, to that end, what would you say is your least favorite of these six Resident Evil movies? Oh
2: boy. One? Okay. Uh, least favorite. We're, we're gonna go with. Uh, we're gonna go with Retribution. I think we're gonna go with Retribution. It was just just a hodgepodge of a mess. That would be the fifth chapter. That was number five, yes. Let me just double check, make sure that was number five. Yeah. Yeah, Retribution. Because uh, Afterlife and Retribution is kind of like four and 4.5. Yeah. It's kind of the So, But, but I'll, I will rank Retribution as number six. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in fifth place, then? Fifth place, I'm going to put uh, uh, after Afterlife. Afterlife. Which is... The most bland of... The most bland of the ones, right. yes. So, uh, fifth would be Afterlife... And honestly, though those two could really flip-flop for right. all... It really doesn't matter. <laughs> High praise indeed. Indeed, yes. Yeah. Okay, uh, so number four. Yes, please. Final chapter. Okay. Uh, if the other two weren't so bad, this one would have been last. Right. Because of the, the build-up and the letdown. Uh, but just because it's more post-apocalyptic zombie scene, it gets a higher ranking in my books. So. Right. <clears throat> and there was a cool flying zombie, so... I like the beast at the beginning. Yep. It's true. I did yep. like the look of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number three, we're gonna go with Apocalypse. Okay. Uh, that's I don't really have a re- re- meaning for it we because it was, was best looking of them. We, was, we agreed there. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, number two would be. Uh, I guess number two, Apocalypse. Am I guessing right? No, nope, right? Apocalypse was three. Did what did I say? For, Three is Apocalypse. Three is Extinction, then. Oh, no, no, no. My my ranking, the my third favorite is Apocalypse. Oh, okay. Yeah. Your third favorite, gotcha. Yeah, sorry. Apocalypse. Yeah. Third favorite is Apocalypse, Escape from New York with Zombies, right? <laughs> Just that easy. Yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Extinction, number it's two. number two. Number two. That's the one I was thinking. Yeah, about. that's the best looking one. It yes. has the most post-apocalyptic scene. It's got probably the best villain out of all the six in Dr. Yeah. Isaac's. And number one, was the, the original, the, the OG Resident yeah. Evil, uh, it was just clean. It was tight. Uh, it was what it was, and that was all it was. So many franchises, the first movie is just
0: loudly the best of the bunch. It yep. just seems to happen a lot. You just uh, the idea is fresh. The characters are fresh, yep. and like at the time we hadn't seen a Resident Evil movie. Exactly. By the time we got to the final chapter, we'd seen six, and we were. I was starting to. Eat it's hard. Like,
2: it's hard to recapture
0: stuff. Yeah, our lists are similar, and uh, I will also have as just a confusing time. I'm sure is ranking them. I think that's telling. Yeah, it is the fact that we can't get straight. You know, uh, extinction and apocalypse and afterlife <laughs> and, and yeah. or retribution. Retribution. Yeah. Like, it, 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 it. just call them Resident Evil one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Like, oh, you're overthinking it. Yeah. Uh, I put part five, retribution, at the bottom. <laughs> because it was so out there, it was so nonsensical. It almost had like the feeling of an abstract art piece. At oh, times that's a it good it was
2: just like That's a good
0: description, yeah. Nothing yeah. connected, yeah. nothing made sense and there wasn't if you were gonna just be patient and wait for the aha moment, that aha moment was never coming. <laughs> so Bizarre experience. Yeah, but retribution is dead last <laughs> yeah. I put the final chapter actually in fifth place. Okay, uh, I think it was uh, Underwhelming in all levels, but it also felt long in a way that none of these movies had for it's me. true it, And it bored me in yeah. a way that none of these movies had for me And again, this is your final <laughs> chapter and you knew it and it was your big play and I am I am left completely wanting
2: It's probably Uh, the only one I ever looked at my watch.
0: Yeah. Um, Where you say it's interchangeable. I put Afterlife in fourth place, but... Afterlife and the last chapter are pretty much interchangeable. Afterlife was so bland that both of us were having a hard <laughs> time remembering where it started and yeah. it stopped. Yeah. And again, I think that is telling because we watched it recently. Yeah. It's not like we were passive about it. We, no, knew, we very knew we were recently. talking about this on a podcast <laughs> yeah. and both of us were looking at each other for help and neither <laughs> of us were getting it. <laughs> so... so that bottom half of the list which is half of the movies that we have reviewed (laughs) they are not good it's a bad bottom half so you have to be into it you have to be a fan you have to be that forgiving friday the 13th fan who will watch every minute of every movie right so yeah uh the top half i actually do enjoy i need to be in the right mood to enjoy it i still stand by my position that they are fundamentally stupid and about nothing but explosions and Mila Hohovic flying through the air kicking things. <laughs> but I like explosions, I like zombies, and I like Mila Hohovic flying K- through the air kicking. And kicking things. In third place, the second chapter, Apocalypse, set in the city with Jared Harris. It's a lot more disciplined in a plot way, which I appreciated. They had a clear goal that they were trying to reach, which was very nice for me. Um, extinction. No, yes, Extinction. The one directed by Russell McKay, uh, who did this interesting horror movie, M- Mummy movie, and other things, um, had the most polish. It felt like the most professional eye was behind the camera. The cinematography, the look and the feel of the movie was, was absolutely right. It was let down by its yeah. screenplay. It was grand
2: without being grandiose. Yeah.
0: But it looked, it looked, it was a 10 out of 10 in look and a 5 out of 10 in script. Yeah. But that 5 really hurt the averages, right? Yeah. (laughs) So, but it was a closer thing than I was anticipating. But I am going to agree with you in the end and put the first Resident Evil because, as I said when we reviewed it, the parts that are meant to be scary, for the most part, work is a scary thing. And the parts that are meant to sort of emulate the experience of the video game do that well enough. They don't necessarily do it both at the same time as well as maybe I would like them, but both of those things are accomplished, and the movie does front-to-back basically work. And uh, you don't have to apologize for it the way no. I'm sure a lot of Resident Evil fans, even if they don't like, think I'm being too mean to read, me, I gotta think they know what we're talking about with Afterlife and Retribution. <laughs> like, they must. They have to. <laughs> like, I will, I will I will always concede, well, hell yeah, yes, yes. Jason Takes Manhattan is a, just a stupid, <laughs> terrible, ridiculous movie. I've seen it many times, and I will watch it again, and I know what I'm getting myself into. Yep. And if it's not your cup of tea, by all means, stay far away. So, And I would say the same thing here. Um, I'm more of a Jason Voorhees man than an Alice dude. I don't know what that says about me, but there it is. Um, and if you're going to watch a zombie franchise, there are better ones. Obviously, the Romero franchise, the Wreck movies, the first two Return of the Living Dead movies, maybe. <laughs> yeah, there, <laughs> I'd stop the, there. With the, the, the first
2: and third of the Return of the Living nope. Dead movies. <laughs> oh, really? You like the third one? I thought the third one was terrible. Oh, wait, no. Which... I'm thinking of the Return of the Living Dead, Apocalypse, or. Uh... There was Rave to the Grave and Metropolis, which are ter- oh, worse. One of the one of the uh, Necropolis was was has to be one of the worst zombie movies ever made. I've seen some really bad ones. But again, that was just
0: one of the cases where they had a good thing and they bought the (laughs) rights to it and they didn't know what they had. Nope. But um, there, my point being is that there are other better zombie franchises even out there than this one. But um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna judge you. You know what? After a long hard day of you know doing work or been working out back in the garden or whatever you're doing if you want something that's just not
2: going to require anything of your brain <laughs> this is for you these movies are going to be here for well we were discussing that earlier about how you just want to especially now after after the pandemic yeah. and all this stuff I don't want to be challenged I don't want to yeah. be taught I don't want I to just be just want to check out sometimes I don't
0: want to be reminded of the yeah. horrors and miseries of the world I just want to check out
2: and watch some zombies blow out is that, yeah. is, that is that so bad yeah yeah, yeah no so I don't it, think it is. And if that's your thing, then these movies, will, these movies will do that for you. Thank you so
0: much, Rick. I really appreciate you. Doing yeah, no worries. This, is there anything you would like to share with the people on the internet? Anything you got going on or coming around?
2: I got nothing going on. Uh, thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, I got a whole. I'm just basically been a potato uh, recently. Uh, uh, probably going to do another X Files rewatch some, sometime soon. I was uh, I was uh, reviewing them online for a while. So this was know, a few years ago. So maybe I'll revisit that. But other than that, I got nothing going on. I've just been a big, big old potato. Well, you've been a guest on Rank Reviews, so you got shit going on. I got on. shit going on.
0: <laughs> Thanks so much, man. Ah, yes, the always dependable video game adaptation into movies. It just, it works almost none of the time. Um, Thank you for listening to this episode. Please tell me what you thought. Please send your feedback to rankandreview at gmail.com. That's R-A-N-K-N-R-E-V-I-E-W at gmail.com. The website is rankandreview.ca. I am, as always, your host and random Canadian, Larry Parsons. I very much appreciate you listening to this podcast. Keep doing it. Check out the Terror Table podcast, check out A Lifetime of Hallmark, and check out my friend Jason DuBray's podcast, The Shelf Shedding Movie Show. And you'll be hearing me every other Wednesday.